Hey, I'm Nashi. I'm Rizlar. And I'm Frosty. Welcome back to the Value Pack. Hold on, I have to gear, I have to gear check Nash right now. Alright, that is a full job. Dude, he CC'd me out of dance. What's happening? Oh, Rizlar! People look at you like you're crazy, and they refuse to admit <laughs> that it's pay to win, and just scream that it's pay to convenience! It's pay to convenience! Big money, big money, big money, big, big money. money! Oh shit, we got it! We fucking got it! And welcome everybody to another episode of The Value Pack. Good news, Frosty's back today, so you won't be subjected to another episode of uh, the Frost, the uh, Reslar Nayashi show. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about, some exciting things. Uh, Corsair Awakening is out. Frosty's going to talk about that for at least four hours. Uh, but before we get into all the fun stuff, we gotta thank our lovely patrons. Uh, Garmoth.com, Hawaiian, I has issues, Jeremy Johnson, Callahad, Melt on Your Mouth, Minaria, Slytech, Talus, accept them, thanks, and Wavesy. Appreciate you guys for supporting us, and thanks to everybody else who supports us on Patreon and uh, our individual Twitch streams as well. Frosty, you're back! Yeah, I am. I, I wanted to ask you guys, how, how did last week go? I think it uh, went pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it went pretty good. Uh, I I genuinely was surprised that uh, our numbers were not low on last week because I was like, man, nobody's gonna watch the the Rizlar and Nayashi show. It's just Rizlar and Nayashi who wants to watch that shit. Oh, why would people not watch it, dude? You guys are crazy. Well, I only spaced out on Rizlar twice yesterday or uh, last week, so yeah. that was that was good. <laughs> what, that yes. was an improvement. That is, was that an improvement? I think so. I feel like I spaced out on. You guys at least three, four times, you know? <laughs> yeah. Man, so what happened? You had a glass of wine that just kind of put you down for the day? I had a, uh, I, I had my, so I went to visit my niece who I hadn't seen in a while. And we went to a restaurant, like our family, my sisters, Miss Frosty and I, and then my niece and her husband. And then, um, it was, uh. You know, we started drinking and then we went back to, to my place and we got, we were doing karaoke and drinking wine and I just, you know, I went a little too far. Sometimes <laughs> it happens, dude. Sometimes and I, I felt horrible. I, I went to sleep late was number one of the problem. And then number two was like, oh no, like I feel like shit when I woke up. And I was like, there's no way I'm going to be, have any energy. It's just not happening. So I let you guys down, you know? Well, that's okay. We carried the show. It was, uh, it was, it worked out, you know, it worked out, but, uh, you're back. And more importantly, uh, you're back with awakening Corsair in mm -hmm. your hands, been playing it for half a week. Um, so yeah, let's talk about that. What's, what's your impressions as the person who's been spending all the time on it? Well, before, before I get into the the details of how I feel about it. I wanted to ask you guys if anything on it kind of surprised you or took you by surprise. Like, cause we only had like the teaser leading into that weekend. They didn't show us the, um, the combat trailer until Monday and then the skill preview like Tuesday or whatever. So in, from what you guys saw prior to knowing anything, when all we saw was what you guys talked about in the podcast the previous week, what was there any surprises or anything you're like wait i was not expecting that i'm um, surprised that the otters are like actual pets or what one you know, of them. Clone, clone types yeah 
one of them is an actual pet or what one do you mean them, actual yeah. pets like a hittable pet yeah like the the cannon thing is like an actual yeah. thing that like stays there and like fires and shit you know mm-hmm. do you like that um i think it's probably fine it doesn't seem like it does a lot of damage to structures which was my main concern whenever they talked about or whenever I saw that it had increased damage versus structures, I was like, oh, Jesus, it's going to be something where if you have, like, ten Corsairs with cannons down, they'll just, like, annihilate a, a Rico if you just, like, let them sit there. But it doesn't seem like it does too much damage, so it's probably fine, in all honesty. Yeah, we, we tested that on Thursday. We were against a snipe stick, and we had three Corsairs, like, spawn the cannons um, and just have it start hitting a Tier 4 fort, and it, like... I know tier fours are really tanky, so it's probably hard to gauge. But after like, what I'm gonna do with the fucking army of Otter? Fuck this oh, sorry, fucking PA. My, uh, oh my! Substand. After like um, like five volleys or so, it probably did like one and a half or two percent of the foretell, so it wasn't anything crazy. But it does almost feel like you have another like another player hitting it with like low gear. That's like half listening to calls when they're supposed to be in on the base. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like a half-listening player. Um, you know. So, yeah. I don't know. Uh, the cannon thing isn't as surprising. Uh, what about you, Nyash? Is there anything that you were like, uh, I didn't think this style, or this is what you were like, expecting? I, 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 guess, I guess my only thing would be just the, the amount of uses of the the otters themselves you know like they they just they did a lot of the excessive use of the otters and kind of making it comical i wasn't anticipating that yeah they the i was expecting uh the the 100 or 200 to you know where they they had the smoke and they're all jumping in you see the 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 sparks of like them attacking kind of seems like we're you might as well have just like gone full full in on it and just done the whole comic aspect where they just like pow 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 just like across the whole thing yeah, yeah, I know, right? Dude, the two hundred percent also like I was testing on a group of like three people and it only killed Lorenz, so if that gives you any idea oh of how much God. damage it does. Well, that's pretty indicative of two hundred percent in general, I think, right? Yeah, pretty much. They're they're all fairly bad in terms of damage output. They just they don't really develop them because they're just not really used. So yeah. I don't even know why they really exist. Yeah. Me neither. Um Okay, so let's see. Where do I begin? Do we begin with... Uh, I The class's style, I think, is actually really cool. It's uh, it's way more ranged than I thought it was going to be, especially even from their teasers. They showed like a couple things shooting far, but they didn't really show how far of range this is going to have. And it feels very like... Maybe not quite Archer, but it feels like... like Sork Dream of Doom range on like everything. Like all of the range, all of the range like anchor abilities. Um, the mist stuff is less misty than I thought. I don't know why when I read those skill descriptions, I kind of was picturing something else. I don't even know what. I saw the skill description and the anchor falling and I just, I imagined even more mist. There actually is kind of a lot that like pops up while you're fighting and stuff. It's pretty funny. Like when you're fighting in a, uh, that that kind of comical like 200% Nashi, you basically when you're like fighting a pack of mobs because all the sparkles and firework animations and you don't even see your character inside the mist it kind of always looks like that 
Really? Yeah, like pretty much. Like when you're comboing a pack, you just see like sparks and smoke and dust and stuff like flying up. It's actually kind of cool. I think it looks really neat. Um, but yeah, the style kind of kind of surprised me. The otters are a lot more fun than I thought that they would be. They're just also a lot more disappointing than I thought that they would be because it feels like they're a really important part of the kit. They're that whole bottom part of the tree. There's all sorts of like tooltip explanations of what they do. They have like individual things. There's a stance shift to change what they do. And like in PVP, I think they're pretty cool, but in PVE, they literally don't do anything. Like it's like they're completely just nothing in PVE at all. Like not even like Arcanon or clone like damage in PVE. They, they, like I was telling you right before we started, if you do like a full PVE combo, they account for in total over the course of like a combo and like a higher tier spot, they account for about 5% of the total damage dealt to mobs, which is like which basically, is awful. yeah, they like might as well not even be there. Yeah. Like wh why did they put so much effort in developing that, those animations and those, those characters, if they're not even worth using? Yeah. It seems weird. I mean, how do they do in PvP though? Like in PvP, it's they're pretty nice because they have a lot of utility. So, um, there's three different stances. There's the bomb stance where you see the little icon of a blue bomb, um, that's up, and it's kind of like the sork, um, like shard icon or the striker, uh, martial stack icon, like one of those things that you just have like a new icon that shows a cannon, a bomb, or the hand cannon, like the cannoneer, whatever, like a typical cannon with wheels or a hand cannon or the bomb. Um, the bomb changes it so that the, the otters that shoot the little bomb, they throw the bombs out. Uh, those guys will apply an evasion uh, debuff and an accuracy down debuff, which is kind of nice. Uh, so they'll like lower enemy evasion and lower enemy accuracy, but the accuracy is like actually kind of a lot. Um, they lose 12% accuracy for 10 seconds when they're hit by the dude with the bomb, which is pretty big. Um, and then the evasion is minus 9%, I believe, for 10 seconds. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't have like a traditional, like the class itself doesn't have a traditional evasion debuff. So if you want an evasion debuff, you basically have to use that. Um, or, or a pre-awakened skill, which is also, you know, totally possible. Um, and then the second stance is the hand cannon which kind of just looks like a telescope to me. <laughs> but the hand cannon, I like the idea of it a little bit more because it adds one additional hit to the otters that um, use their cannon. Adds one additional hit. So you can kind of see when you hover over um, Code of the Scallywags, which is the bottom of the right, or the bottom right like skill tooltip, it tells you the damage that each of the otter types do. So when you have the cannon, um, all the otters do four hits, basically all types of otters. When you have the cannon, it makes the hand cannon one do have an additional hit. So it becomes 1360 times five instead of 1360 times four, which on paper seems nice, but since the way pets scale, it's not, not really that high. So hopefully for PVE, um, I, I kind of hope that they buff the otter damage because the high end PVE basically does nothing. And I, I kind of like the idea of your otters actually helping you with your DPS. So, update on uh, EU Valencia Siege. Apparently, building time is closed out, and there is 28 forts on Valencia. Nice, dude. Valencia is going to be popping. Valencia is going to be Everyone popping. Everyone with 5k HP. 
And oh, then if you make it to the end of the war, it'll be 2,500. <laughs> That's going to be so weird, too, because Siege is longer. So when is that cap going to kick in? Uh, I have no idea, man. So random. Yeah, yeah. For, for those, I, I don't think we talked about it yet on the since recording, but basically a, a notice went out that said that they accidentally they accidentally added the HP caps to Siege from T1 War, so... Fun times, man. Fun times. Uh, anyway, yeah, I kind of wish... I just wish the Otters did a little bit more in PvE, so that way it felt like there was a use getting them, and there was a strategy to like, oh, I want to use this skill first because it spawns this Otter, and he's going to take a couple shots, and that'll help whittle the mobs down during my combo, like kind of thing, but it's just... There's none of that. It's all just 100% your skill damage that matters and nothing else. So it's a little disappointing. Um, and then the third one uh, makes the cannon guy, the, the one that actually is just a full-blown cannon, uh, makes him do one additional hit for damage and also... Oh, sorry. So the, sorry, the hand cannon one is one additional hit and then it adds a burn, an 80 damage burn every three seconds for 15 seconds. Which actually is kind of nice. Like if you, as weird as it sounds, if you couple that with a tier three bleed or even a tier two bleed, like it does kind of negate pots and like kind of help you just whittle groups down in large scale or like an RBF since you're kind of throwing it into crowds, you know? And just like keeping them from healing forever is actually kind of nice. Um, and then the last one is the cannon, which basically adds one additional hit and, make, and makes the cannon stun every time it lands. And that one is really useful for like 1v1, maybe even in large scale, just to like have some random CCs being thrown out while you're fighting in large scale. Um, that one's really, really cool. Not really helpful in PvE, because in some places the stun actually just makes your pulls worse. But for PvP, that one's like actually quite cool. Um, yeah, but outside of the cannon guy, the, the guy that hangs out with this cannon, he, the rest of the... Mobs pop out, do one attack, and then disappear. But the cannon guy stays out and attacks for like 20 or 30 seconds. Um, and the one thing that they did do a good job on, at least in my opinion, is the cannon basically shoots where you're attacking. So once that cannon guy is out, like right now, like in for people that are like watching the VOD, like you can kind of see the otter spawns here at this like first pack. And then when I go to the next pack, He's still like firing over at that next pack from over here, which is pretty cool. If yeah, he did, that's not bad. if he did damage, <laughs> would be really really cool. Um, yeah, so that that's kind of cool. It, it like changes direction with where you're attacking. So he's actually always kind of helping you in your fight, no matter what. So even in PvP, like if you're one v oneing someone and you start shooting them and they're like blocking he's also shooting them so you could kind of angle your cannon behind them or angle your cannon to one side like have it placed and then move to the opposite side of them and now they have to worry about getting stunned from behind so uh pretty cool and that that cannon is like annoying to potentially like you can't just go out of your way to kill it no it, it's pretty no, it's tanky. Really tanky yeah you gotta sit there and do real damage to it and that's the only otter that you can actually like despawn if you do enough damage so if like in a node war if you feel like hey these dudes spawned a couple otters with cannons like you'd want to get like three or four people to just burn them down real quick because one person is going to take you forever did, 
was it tested if a horse uh, charge does significant damage or access to a significant oh, damage? Oh, I, I haven't. That'd be so funny to just watch someone axing my otter. Oh, well, I'm just. Yeah, <laughs> but know, maybe. Yeah, just, it might actually work. You're not I'm wrong. I'm just curious I, I in general. Know. I'm not saying it's some practical. Legitimate. Yeah, but it would be hilarious to see. I actually have no idea. The horse charge thing might actually work out. I haven't tested that myself. Um. But that could be really cool. I'm just saying it wouldn't be surprised. They probably coded it the same as um, I would assume regular cannons. But you, we don't know that for sure. So, Yeah. And then you have uh, Labau, who we're, we've decided to call Frank. We're just calling him Frank. He looks more like a Frank than a Labau, I think, to most people. But oh, that's his real name? Labau? Yeah, his real name is Labau. So Labau I on thought deck. it was Frank. <laughs> you guys all have been talking to Frank. It might as well be Frank, dude. Hmm. So, Labau, the way he works is very interesting. He has a 10-minute cooldown. Um, you spawn him up. He's sitting there with a red bandana. He's got a fish over his shoulder. And he just kind of waddles around. He follows you. He's not particularly fast. He'll kind of waddle and do his thing. And He has a 10-minute cooldown? He has a 10-minute cooldown, which we'll talk about that change later because that actually got changed on Global Apps. But basically what he does is when your HP gets low... I don't know what the threshold is. It's somewhere between 20 and like 30%, maybe even 40%, but he'll, it'll proc him to teleport to you, smack the ground with a fish, and it'll basically PA you. So, Are you fucking kidding me right now? So they basically not, just took Nova with, uh, suck Nova with how the, the dragon like enrages and whatnot to protect yeah. you, but they just do the... And use it defensively so instead. So the problem with it is, is a standard person that can kill you in one combo, he doesn't teleport to you in time. So you have to get low and survive. So, so this is perfect for RBF tankiness, right? <laughs> it's perfect for RBF tankiness. I've seen it proc in RBF. It's also nice if you get chunked down when you're not CC'd. Because a lot of those times you do end up surviving, and if he PAs you, now you might be able to stay in a fight longer without having to disengage at low HP. So he PAs you, it's a 50% uh, damage reduction for 5 seconds, doesn't last as long as PA, and he also heals you a, uh, 500 HP when he does it. So, <clears throat> would you say then, in, in how you describe that last bit, it's a way to like kind of bait someone into SA trading with you? To death, uh, to the death? It could potentially. Yeah, in the future. The problem is he has a 10 minute cooldown. If you die, he disappears. He doesn't come back until you respawn it, even if he didn't use his ability. So, That's so bad. But on Global Labs, we'll, we'll, we'll talk in detail about yeah. the changes. But yeah, he they lowered his cooldown to one minute. That's better. Uh, so a couple things, though, about it is he his PA does apply the one minute debuff on you that doesn't allow you to get PA again. Which Ew. is good, because I mean, if you are getting PA'd a bunch of times, it's kind of, you know, that's OP. <clears throat> the problem is, because he does his attack late a lot of the time, so if I get caught by a ninja in Node War, the ninja's going to kill me before he gets the attack off. But he does still do the attack on my body, which doesn't benefit me, but does give me the PA debuff that doesn't let me get PA for the next fight, even if I never actually benefited from PA. Oh my god. Yeah, so that's kind of that nice. So is it like a legitimate PA? Like just all the DP and... The yeah, it's DR? just 50% DR, yeah. 50% DR for 5 seconds. And then uh, he heals you once as well. For 500 HP. 
So I don't know. Me personally, I'm not super fan of it. I kind of wish that they would just redesign him and make him do something else. Like I said, like I, I kind of like the idea of these otters just beating up on people and beating up on mobs. Just make him go attack mobs or something. You, th you think it's fucking funny, right? Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. Gang it up on someone. I mean, it looks really cool. Like when you're messing with it. Like I don't know, Rez, if you want to in in a couple minutes hop into BA. I don't know if you're doing Taurus or not right now, but just to kind of see no, like I'm just an RBF. the cannons and stuff. Like they do start whittling you down. Like, it's not like they do nothing in PvP. So I like where they're at in PvP. I just don't like it for PvE at all. Um, so that's kind of the otters. Um, a bunch of different skills. You can see if you hover over the code of the Scallywags, it tells you which abilities spawn which otters. And then it tells you what the otters do. But they all basically do about 1,000% times 4. Um, and they pop out and do their one ability. They have down attack. They do have their normal... They have 100% crit, 50% accuracy. And then their damage is reduced in PvP by 40% across the board. Um, so they just kind of are like, they're, they're a little bit of extra damage. They whittle you down in PvP. It's, it's, I like the damage in PvP. But yeah, in PvE, it feels like, I don't know. I, I'm at, like, if I go to, even if, at Star's End, I'll like spawn out all of the otters and watch them shoot. And they're just like, not really doing damage. <clears throat> um, and then there's so a second. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, before you get on the next part of it, um, would you say like you you know how we've discussed before like potentially making it so that uh, um, classes might have like a personal PA mm -hmm. that they use? Yes, this Do you is think definitely this might that. be like yeah. Okay. This is definitely like that idea. It's like a personal PA, especially with the cooldown being lowered to a minute. Yeah, yeah. So instead of it being, um, however, like a. Uh, you know one that you activate personally it's just based on the, the threshold thing so right um okay so now on to the second mechanic of the class which is this mist um so the mist applies buffs and um it's kind of cool so like when you use forward f or shift e those are the normal default ones um you get a a six percent evasion buff uh and a 20% move speed buff. And the cool thing about them is like so when you use forward f it actually spawns this mist like around your character that kind of floats for, there for a little bit so it keeps actually reprocking the buff while you're in that mist. Uh the buff lasts for 5 seconds gives you yeah so 6% evasion 20% move speed. Cool thing about it is it actually benefits your allies. So people that are around you also get the 20% move speed buff and 6% evasion buff, which is really cool, in my opinion. So you could kind of like, like striker in the heat of a battle. So it doesn't stack with other people's evasion buffs, other people's like skill evasion buffs. But for example, like a striker in a node war, they're not necessarily going to be able to stop and reapply their buff with the kick because it's just not safe. You just don't have time to do it. Um, yeah. But if there's a Corsair fighting near you, they're, they're at least going to give you the 6% evasion buff if they're nearby, which is really cool, I think. And then anyone else who's running evasion, like, kind of nearby is just benefiting from being around you. <clears throat> so that's really cool. I actually like that a lot. And the move speed, some classes just don't have move speed buffs at all, so it just kind of gives them a move speed buff, which is really nice. Um, and then when you proc your e-buff, um... It augments the mist and makes the mist spawn on a few more abilities. And it makes it so your allies, yourself and allies that are hit by the mist or inside your mist also receive 100 HP per second for five seconds. 
and it keeps refreshing as long as they're inside the mist, which is actually huh. a significant amount of healing. I mean, it's basically yeah. a pot. It's like having a second pot just like going. Um, which is really cool, actually. Because the e-buff, like with the mermaid skill and the whale, like it was like kind of tough. You're 100%, you have to time it and aim it. But yeah. with this, you're like, it's super easy to get off. You're just using like a super armor ability that has this mist around. Now everyone inside of it that's your ally is getting evasion, movement, speed, and healing, which I think is pretty cool. A lot easier to proc, and the e-buff is up every three minutes, right? So you, you get to use it more often, too. Um, I like that a lot. I think that's actually a pretty cool thing that they did. Uh, I also think it kind of does go well with the, the mermaid heal, too. Like, if you want to play more team-oriented play, and you're not just, like, out for kills, um, yeah, you can, like... You can use the heal from the mermaid on your group. You can make sure you're healing people with the mist on your group. So it actually does play a little bit more of a supportive role in Awakening, especially since you're just CCing and stuff from range as well. Um, I don't know. It's, it's actually pretty cool. It feels like the, the class has a lot of utility with that. Yeah. And then it just has like a bunch of other abilities. And then the only other mist effect is on Ocean's Allure. I have to talk about this right now because I need, I need it to get awareness. Any Corsair should be complaining about this. It is a problem needs to get fixed. Ocean's Allure, it's like a damage dealing ability um, that also has like a mist effect that deals damage. Um, right now, unless the target, it's a big AOE, like the animation of it is this, is this big AOE, but it only deals damage <clears throat> to like a target that is directly on top of your character for the actual hit damage and the mist effect does damage like in the actual AOE. Uh, this skill would be really good for grind. It would help PVE a shitload if the actual hit was also hitting with the mist. I don't know why it's not. I don't know if that's intentional or not, but it feels not intentional because it's like, basically everyone, it took a while for people to discover, but everyone thought like, oh, this skill is bugged. It doesn't actually do damage. So, but it's like, uh -huh. no, no, it does. The person just, or mob has to be like literally in front of your face. It's like less AOE than Fatal Blow. Um, not sure why, but the animation of the AOE is like this big fat, like it it looks huge. Like it looks like a uh, like pedal drill or pedal bloom, like a Maywa, kind of a Maywa, like Konal skill. <clears throat> so good. very odd, very odd. Hopefully that gets, that gets fixed. Um, that's the only skill that's like that for whatever reason. Every other skill kind of like works normally. Uh, but yeah, it's a lot of range. It's a lot of range poke. It With the cannon guy out. Um, here, let me uh, ping you, Rez. If you want to go to BA. I'm going to go to three. Uh, I got nine minutes on this RBF. Okay. Um, but when you have the uh, the cannon guy out that's just thrown out CCs, uh, it feels like it has a decent number of CC attempts, but it doesn't feel like it has a whole lot. Like, it does feel right now that it runs out of CCs, like, pretty easily, if that makes any sense. Like, it doesn't feel like you're, like, putting a whole lot of CC pressure on. It's a lot of, like, filler, I guess. You're, like, throwing out damage in between stuff, but not, not that many CCs. Um, <clears throat> and, uh... I don't know. The damage is pretty good. It doesn't do very good damage against evasion currently. Uh, it doesn't have any accuracy buff in Awakening. It has it in Pre-Awakening, but it's like 
That's weird. There's no though. real like, way to get it. It's like so. Its abilities are very defensive oriented. Yeah, and it is a pretty decent mix of of melee and ranged. Honestly, it's like you have let's see, close quarters, which is this shift LMB or sorry SLMB kind of sword slashing skill that I feel like most classes feel like they have this SLMB skill where it's just like hits in front of you. Um, yeah, yeah. It has the shift E skill, which is like uh, you kind of spin and do a, a hit. Not major AoE, but it's like pretty decent. Um, you have the C miss skill. This skill is like insane. It's super good. It's her movement and awakening. It's forward F. Um, it moves you pretty far. I'm trying to think of the skill it reminds me. I guess it's kind of like a spiral torpedo or spiral cannon. It just goes a little bit further. Um, and that has a core skill that puts a stun. Which is insane for one v one, and the and it's kind of it's kind of uh it's kind of better than spiral and and well spiral cannon and spiral torpedo too because the end is completely safe like you there's not like there's an opening at the end like it actually like lingers for like a split second at the end of the animation so you're like always protected. Um. So yeah. Uh, and then, hold on, let me thank Heaton for, for the raid. Shout out to Heaton, appreciate it. We gotta get Heaton back on the podcast soon. Yeah, it's been a while, right? Yeah. And at the time, we had, remember we had horrible audio issues with him and we were trying to do the, uh, <laughs> Yeah. It was oh, so bad. Man. We promise it'll be better next time, Heaton. It'll be better next time. Um, anyway, so, yeah, you have that skill. You have, uh, Ocean's Allure, which is the one I was just complaining about, which is a cool like melee skill the f skill called pirate's life for me these names i'm i'm struggling man i don't know how <laughs> when i'm like actually describing to someone like oh you make sure you read your code of the scallywag skill you know what i mean it's just uh come on man pirate's life for <laughs> me like i, I don't want to say that stuff but they're making me say it labau on the, deck no mercy the, the, scallywag the notifications are just so amazing though yeah so uh, let's see, what are the other melee ones? You also have um, close-up high quarters, which is SR and B. And I guess that's kind of it. Oh, and then the F skill. Yeah, the Pirate's Life for me skill. It's like, it does shoot uh, the anchor out, but it's like a really, really short range. Uh, short range one. Eden's asked me to promise him something. What do you want me to promise? Got to officially rename Pre-Awakening Shift Q to Splashing the Dead. The white Wipeout? You want that to be splashing the dead? All right, fair enough. Oh, you mean forward arm B? Yeah, forward, forward arm B, B is, is splashing. Yeah, forward arm B is splashing the dead. That's um, not wipeout. You're thinking of uh, oh god, what's the name? Storm surge. Yeah, yeah, splashing the dead. I'm in splashing the dead. That's its official name. It shall henceforth be known <laughs> as splashing the dead. Um. And then, yeah, after all the melee stuff, you have a bunch of range stuff that's like super, super far. Shift F is just like a forward guard damage dealing ability. You can apply a core skill to it, which, by the way, this class launched with core skills. Which is, uh, Sage did not. Sage took a couple weeks before it got theirs, and so did Nova. So, interesting. This one came with it day one. Um, but yeah, the, the anchor drop, which is really, really far, um, you can put a bond on it to add a bound. 
Uh, you have like Shift Q, which is the one that looks, I think, reminds everybody of the Archer, um, where you kind of jump in the air and take the shot, which is, I actually think, I mean, I don't know, like compared to Radiant Explosion, but it's arguably better because the range is insane. Like you don't, you can aim it like any, can you aim Radiant Explosion to like hit far away or is it always just hit in front of you? Uh, the VSR I think can go kind of far away, but no, the, the regular Radiant is always like a fixed distance AOE in front of you. Right. No, this one shoots super far. Like you can either shoot it directly under your feet by aiming your crosshair or you can aim like really far away and it'll, it'll like blow up super far, which is pretty cool. Um, and then all the little otter guys, you know, they throw all their extra stuff out as well. Uh, but yeah, has a lot of range poke. It's kind of more bound and knockdown based. Um, your only float is the sword one S R M B also, um, dude, it, it flows really well with pre-awakening. So I kind of thought like when, when we first talked about Corsair, when it came out, I was saying like, dude, this awakening or this pre-awakening kit seems like it'd be really fun with an awakening kit and I feel like it flows super well with the uh pre-awakening kit actually um there's a lot of skills that they allow you to go into from awakening just with their normal keybind so like spiral soak that shoots the two whales when you're awakening se um casts it um if you use 40 in awakening it'll bring you into the mermaid that moves you around um you can hop bar shift c the normal one, the jet stream one to go into the vacuum from awakening. Um, whale song where you throw the one whale as it spins around you, that one you, you have to hot bar, but you can use that from awakening. Um, and then you can also overflow, which is the little just where she slams the ground and floats you, the pre-awakened skill, which is basically like a rage hammer clone, but with a uh, float. Um, you can press SQ to use that from Awakening, which is really cool. So it just instant swaps you into Overflow, which feels really nice. And then any of your abilities, you can use the uh, spacebar in a direction to do the pre-awakened iframe, and it brings you into a pre-awakened stance. Um, nice. Yeah, which is really nice. And it also has a couple of tab cancels um, from Awakening that let you use Shift Q and Forward RMB, sla uh, splashing the dead and wipe out. But I don't know if like, I don't know how useful those are. I mean, they they might feel like pretty good. I just don't like those skills. Don't feel as good in pre awakening to me because one, splashing the dead doesn't have the float, and two, shift Q has this long pause where you're kind of stuck on the ground after it on the nor on the absolute version, and you can't chain them together like you can with the prime versions where you go shift Q and then while you're in the air forward R and B. Um, so I don't know. They feel a little bit less useful to me. I wish, I mean, maybe there is a way, but I wish there was a way to use Whirling Slash from Awakening. Like ADRMB would be so nice, but oh well. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about this class. It's, uh, it's, I think it's a really cool design. It's super fun. Uh, in 1v1, I think it has potential. It'll probably struggle versus rat classes because you get stuck in animations. Uh, we'll see if they do like a bunch of like connection changes over the next few weeks like they usually do. I think that would help it in 1v1 a lot. And then uh, in large scale, I think it'll be really good. Um, day one, it's, I, it's like compared to Archer a lot. It's Archer with back attacks and without split damage. But they are adding split damage to Shift F 
on Global Labs, which is the anchor drop. Which they probably have to do makes sense. It's not too harsh of split damage. After two people, it, it reduces by 5% and then another 5 and another 5 down to 70% um, if you're hitting a max number of people. But it's uh, probably necessary. So Shift F has like that pocket mechanic that kind of some uh, Sage has. And... Wait, who else? Someone got mad at someone got mad and said like this is I thought this was supposed to be a unique thing for blank class that can pocket a skill. I forgot who it was now. Who else can pocket skills? Uh suck well, witch, I think, can pocket meteor, can't you? Oh yeah, suck witch. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's we can it. pocket one, but it's not intentional. Or not designed intentionally. Yeah, so this one if you go if you yeah, it's witch. Witch and Sage both can do it, but basically if you go if you use shift F, she launches the thing in the air and then you slide and use like any ability, either C swap or iframe or whatever. Like now you just have that ability kind of pocketed. So the next time you do the slide, shift A or D, she'll throw out the anchor. And if the anchor's off cooldown, you could just throw out another one right after. So it's kind of cool. It's pretty nifty. Yeah. Um. And then yeah, I don't know. Uh, that that's kind of about it. Um, for me, my overall consensus is like I wouldn't touch PvP too much. I think there are some connection stuff that need to be fixed. Um, oh, the grab. Uh, so this is a controversial grab because it has like in absolutely insane range. Um, this is a very, 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 very situational grab. Also, it has a graphical glitch that is really irritating to look at, where it glitches the screen <laughs> with this blur animation. That needs to get fixed ASAP. Uh, also, the other graphical glitch that is irritating is when you're fighting another Corsair for a while, sometimes their rope gets stuck out on the ground and it's just sitting there tethered to them forever, no matter how far they go. So you just always see this rope stuck on them. It looks really dumb. Hopefully that gets fixed. Um, but yeah, the grab is... It is very slow. Um, you aim, you, you put the, the gun to your face, you aim it, you shoot, and then when the anchor thing like gets there, that's when the grab actually like procs and pulls someone. So It just sounds so weird the way you said it. The yeah. gun to your face, you uh, aim and then yeah, shoot it. You hold it. it up, aim, and fire. I, I think the only class that really wouldn't be able to react to it is maybe... Well, every class can react to it, but the only class that w might not be able to punish it in time would be maybe like Suck Sage, where it's just you kind of take too long to do your ability because they're pretty slow. Yeah. Um, no instant iframe, I don't think, do they? Well, Rift Chain is instant iframe, but it has to be off cooldown. If it's not off cooldown, then they right. can't. Right. Um, Which, like, they're not saving their Rift Chain to dodge the grab, so... Right. But I was even able to, like... There were time I don't know, it depends on like attack speed buffs and stuff, but if I start it and someone uses Cleansing Flame right after, I actually get CC'd before the grab goes off. Which is pretty crazy. But um, Sounds like Cleansing Flame needs to be nerfed. No, yeah, basically. Uh, it, it's pretty slow, situational. I think it's cool the way, actually for me personally, this is just my own selfish personal thing. I kind of wish they would remove it and just give us a different skill with that's super useful instead, because I don't think people Wait, will be using it that no much. Wait, do you no longer have your position that you took the other day? What was my position? 
that every single class should have this grab so that way they they'll stop complaining about not having one well i have that's my feeling for two different reasons i do wish that but i'm saying for me personally i wish they would remove this and just give me a cool skill that's different that's what i mean like i don't know some other anchor skill or maybe another sword skill too i feel like we could use one more sword skill because the two sword skills the two that they gave us kind of look the exact same um but yes, I wish that they would give this grab to every character that doesn't have a grab. So that way, no matter what class I play, they have an opening that I can punish. That they're going to be super tempted to use because it's a grab. That's also <laughs> my selfish hope. Like if, if all grabs worked this way, I, I don't even think people would like complain about grabs. Like the only time you could like meaningfully like benefit from the grab is if i don't even know you'd have to be stuck in like a long animation but you you can get it off i, I would say i have like a 15 percent success rate on the grab in fights um i grabbed a nova the other day during a pvp trial because he kept using shift q to just try to kill me like normally they cancel out but he was just trying to kill me standing up so in one of the fights i was able to get the grab off so that was pretty cool, but it, it's it's also kind of a cool feeling. One of the things I like about this grab is when it does go off and you succeed, you feel like you hit like a, a, a try accessory for profit. You're like, <laughs> oh, I fucking grabbed him. You're like so hyped. I can't believe it worked. And then, uh, and then, but here's the like legitimate use that I think is potential, potentially useful. I, I have to try it more and it probably is class by class but if i'm running away from someone um i think i could turn and throw it and they potentially might run into it if they're close enough maybe i think there's a, a definite possibility of that also if two coursers throw it at the same time that's also fun they throw it at each other um so yeah that's the grab and then uh i don't know if there's really anything else the 100 seems really shitty the 200 seems really shitty um I think that it, it utilizes it. The kit feels really big because with the rebombs, I think it has a couple useful rebombs. Um, and all the pre-awakens. I think there's a lot of useful stuff in pre-awakening and there's a decent and all of the awakening kit, except for the deck, I think has some use somewhere in the kit. Um, so it feels like a pretty big kit where there's like a lot to it. Um, and there are some cancels and stuff and then some stuff that don't have cancels that would be kind of nice if they did It also does a good job and I feel like some of the newer classes don't do this that well Like Nova didn't feel this way at all, but you the C swapping is really good on this class Like it actually feels quite good Like if I use like the whale skill and then just press C Like it just goes right into the forward guard C swap to awakening which feels really nice I don't know why I feel like some of the Nova stuff like doesn't doesn't feel that good personally but even like the pre-awaken swap feels really good to see swap into pre-awakening. Um, anyway, so Rez, so this is what I was saying about the, the cannon stuff. So it's also, it's hard for me to just have them do damage to you because I have to like use abilities to get them to come out and the abilities do damage. But like here, I'll have these guys hitting you. Like the damage isn't crazy, but it whittles you down. Right, it's like not anything crazy, but it it starts to add up when you spawn like a, a bunch of them, you know. Let them go, dude.
Look at that overwhelming damage. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's pretty... It's just like added damage. It almost is like... The cannons themselves like basically just shut off your... Your pot, essentially. Like the cannon shots and... They just maintain that pressure that you need in order to close out a fight. Yeah, the thing is that I don't understand. I mean, maybe for PvP it'd be too strong, but like Res, when you use like the arc, when you use Ford F, like here, watch use um use Ford F on me one time, and then like All look right. at how much damage the Arcanon thing does after the fact. Okay, that actually doesn't do that much. Maybe it's because I'm not evasion. I don't know, but I feel like I guess it does kind of similar. I don't know why it feels like the Arcanons like do a lot of damage, but maybe they really don't do that much. Do like I mean, these um, ones definitely do more. Yeah, the F one I mean, hits pretty hard. Those are just abilities. So do um do Ford F and then turn and press F. What and then use the skill? You mean? Yeah, that one. Well, that skill is an Arcanon. That one actually just spawns the Arcanon thing. Yeah. But I don't know. Like the damage on the can. Like it feels fine in PvP. I just wish they did more damage in PvE. Still, I'm just gonna keep reiterating that because they. You spawn a lot of them. Like, Sage has, what, three, I think, on F, Ford F, and then, um... So you have RMB, you have F, well, you R have RMB is LMB. not actually an Arcanon. It's just, like, the effect. RMB is your normal uh, actual damage. And then that thing, and then... I think that's it? I feel like there's one more. Oh, S SLMB. That's the other one yeah. that's fun. Yeah, that's so SLMB, Ford F, and, and F. But this one is like, you have, it spawns an otter on RMB, shift RMB, shift F, shift Q, shift LMB. Like, you spawn an otter, and then on the, the hotbar skill, too, that, like, throws out, it spawns, like, otters as well. It, like, spawns a whole shitload of them. Um, so I wish they were, like, it seems like it's supposed to be a really super important part of the kit, but it doesn't feel that important to me. Bro, this can of tanky as fuck. Yeah, it's pretty tanky. You know what's so weird, too, is I can't see its HP. You can't? Yeah, like, I can't see my own cannon's HP, so I have no idea if it's going to die soon or not. To be honest, I think only large scale would be a situation it dies, right? Yeah, I mean, it just despawned before I could kill it. I was just wailing on it the whole time. I'm sure striker clones could figure it out. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Um against against DR targets, it it the damage feels really good on this class. Um like shit hits hard. <laughs> against evasion, like I said, it you don't really have a whole whole lot of accuracy. Um yeah, your passives or buffs are related to your evasion and their accuracy, right? Yeah, basically. That's what you said earlier. Yeah. So you're better equipped at being an evasion uh, build for that. Um, But man, the, dude, the one thing about it that is cool, I'm going to turn up the game sounds. I think that the sound effects on this class are so good, dude. Like, it, it sounds badass. Like, the chain from the anchor, the explosion from Shift R and B. Like, this sound effect? Listen to the sound effect, dude. Ugh, it's so satisfying, dude. It's like, New World sound effects. You hear the cannon off in the distance. Haha. <laughs> 
yeah, and you get stuck in these animations. Dude, like, Shift F is, like, borderline a free kill for people. <laughs> it's, like, crazy. It, do, it, it takes so long to cast. There we go. It got pocketed because you CC'd me, so it came out instantly right there. That, that is also like kind of an interesting thing like if you use shift f and someone grabs you or kills you the next time you slide after it throws it which means it's probably a bug and will get removed but i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's the same thing that happens with mewa you can uh if, as long as you utilize sleep step first so it's on cooldown then you try to do uh pedal bloom and charge it up you can cancel out of it with sleep step while it's still on cooldown and then you pocket it for the next time you do a sleep step, it automatically launches the full force. Yeah, so this is the, the missed one I was talking about, Rez, where like, if you're right in front of me, so I'm gonna throw like an auto attack and then press space, and you'll see like it actually does damage right there. But if you look at the actual like animation of it, if I do it from back here, it like doesn't hit you, even though it does hit you. Oh uh, yeah. Which is weird, so it's like, you gotta be like point blank and if someone is cc'd it actually hits like super hard so it's like i wish it had a little bit more aoe not really for pvp because it doesn't matter like usually if you're comboing someone they're right in front of you anyway but for pve like oh my god it would help the grind so much so like here here's where i'm at with the pve um i was pretty disappointed with succession pve um up until recently and I, I still am kind of disappointed i think it's not good up um, until you try to still bottom tier and then i tried awakening and i'm like i cannot believe after six weeks of not making their pve useful or like viable they made the awakening kit actually worse <laughs> like it's i don't know how <laughs> when is the last time a new class came out and both specs suck in pve like, how is it possible? I, I was trying all week. I was like, dude, it can't, it's not just, or it's probably just me. And I need to figure this out. And there's something I'm missing. Like, I got to try out all these different skill combinations. And a bunch of people sent me different um, skill combos and setups and add-ons. And I tried finding any video I could. And there's just nothing. Like, nobody is, like, doing well in this class at all. The only place where people are getting, like, some, like, semblance of success is at Bloody Monastery. Where, like... I just feel like because of the way human damage and everything works, like it's just bloody monastery. You can do well basically on every class, but everywhere else in the game, like at orcs, at Tauros, at Sacrea, it's like, I don't know, man. I don't know what's happening. Breslar is on a uh, sage. This is a awakened sage. Yes, sir. You're welcome. By the way, we'll get to that later on in the episode, but you're welcome everyone. Yeah, so I think this is it's just a translation a Google translation issue, you know? Like when they see your message saying, you know, PPE is bad, please buff it, they're saying the opposite. It's just a that's gotta be it. Yeah, I I I don't know, man. I'm just like <laughs> I was like DMing the GMs and CMs like by the way, I have two classes tagged, four specs, all bad at PvE. Help. Please help. <laughs> like, this is crazy. It's like, I don't know, man. I, I'm, 
I want to say they'll buff it, but six weeks after Succession's release, now going on week seven, they have not buffed it in PvE in any way. So, like, they buffed it minorly with the whale speed ups and some PvE damage, but it, like, just didn't really make much of a difference. It All it did is make the whales usable in PvE, whereas before you kind of couldn't even use them um, because they were just a DPS loss. But now it's like, I don't know. I, I kind of have gotten to the point where I'm like, yeah, I guess, like, these class, this class is just not going to be good at PvE. I'm not really sure why that's the case. Like, I mean, you know as well as anyone, Rez, like my pet peeve in this game, like probably more than anything, is that some classes make significantly less money than others. And it's like insane to me that they're leaving like some of these older classes that suck at PvE, they're not touching. And now even like the new class, they're just like, eh, it's fine. I mean, yeah. again, maybe I'm being dramatic. Maybe they'll change Awakening PvE, but like, yeah, six weeks on suck. Where everyone that plays the class, like, God, this class kind of sucks in PvE. And no, like, just no significant changes. And then they had that letter that we read on the podcast uh, a couple weeks ago where they said, like, hey, we know it's, uh, we've heard your complaints that Corsair feels weak and we're preparing a patch. And it's like, well, we've had two live patches, three global lab patches since then, and no, no changes. So what's happening? I, I don't know what's going on. I'm not, I'm not really too sure, but it's actually a little bit frustrating because I thought, you know, maybe, uh, maybe my Kuno misery was over. I finally found a new class that I really enjoy. Like this class is super fun. I think both kits are a lot of fun and that's one of the reasons why I'm inclined to stay on it for a while because it's kind of hard to find a class where you enjoy both succession and awakening. Like normally it's like you like one of the specs, you don't like the other, but this one, I think both specs are fun. So if I get bored of one, I could play the other and then go back and forth. But, um, I don't know. It's just, it's, uh, it's just not, it's not it, man. It's not it right now. I'm not really sure. Yeah. So here's uh res. Here's this really cool. So this skill with a core for one V one is kind of cracked because you, it moves pretty quick with your camera. Um, and I don't know. It's like, Hard to avoid. The little spiral thing? Yeah. Because it goes through your frontal guard and it CCs on like every hit. I fucking hate skills like that. Yeah, I mean, it's literally like spiral torpedo or spiral cannon or, or sin splitter, like skills like that or red moon, whatever. But it's, it's interesting too because I mean, it is, it's a, I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, or deadly dance. Um, I don't know. And then, dude, the other thing too is like, uh, we won't spend too much time on it. I, I do think the bombs are okay. So the shift extra bomb, I think is okay for PVE. Cause it's like a bound, um, and it's forward guard while you're moving and then a bound on the hit at the end. And it's pretty fast and you can get out of it pretty quick. Uh, the shift Z bombs, I think are borderline useless in PVP. I, I just don't know how you get them off like safely. I don't know. It's like kind of hard kind of hard to get off and then the last skill is like basically nightmare it's basically sork's nightmare with a longer cooldown where you just kind of go into being invisible for a while and there's nothing they could do about it for like three full seconds um so their bombs are kind of nice but the thing that is frustrating to me is these c skills that prime got are terrible like i've been saying well we don't have our bombs and we don't have our c skills so the great thing about the bombs 
is it did add two options for pulling mobs to you. Um, the other Shift X can pull mobs from range and Shift Z can pull mobs from range, which is great um, for the succession kit to help it in PVE. But the Prime skills, um, Prime Captain's Orders and Prime Ocean's Allure, like they just do not, they have no like, what is the word? There's no relationship between them and any other skill in the kit. Like it doesn't cast quickly after anything. It doesn't cast, it, it's like really slow. It feels like you're, if I use one ability and then I use a C skill right after, it feels like there's like the ability ends, your character takes a breath and then it starts the C skill. And the C skills don't particularly hit hard. Um, they both have evasion debuffs on them, which I don't understand because the kit, the pre-awaken kit already has a good evasion debuff on its refloat. So now it has three of the exact same evasion debuff on three different skills, which is odd, very, very odd to me. Um, and the skills don't hit hard and they don't do like, uh, so prime captain's orders is literally the shift F skill from, from awakening. It's this, um, but the problem is it's missing the flow, which is more than half the damage. It's just the base skill. And it's like, it doesn't have any range or anything. It just kind of hits like a little water bubble right in front of you blows up. I don't know. It's just weird. So the C skills are bad. They don't help in PvE. You can't even use them in PvE. Like they don't fit anywhere. It's just they're worse than the actual skills. So I don't know. I, I just find it odd. Very confusing. But um, PA, fix the, P fix the PvE, please. Like there's part of the... I honestly think one of the main reasons that there's not more people playing this class both succession and awakening because i do think it's good obviously there's a spike of people trying out awakening because people like awakening kits a lot and there's a lot to it and it's and it is pretty cool and it's a unique style and i think i think more people like the awakening kit than they like the pre-awakening kit as, as far as just style goes but man like the people just it, it only takes like a week of feeling like yeah i'm not making money on this class i'm gonna swap back to whatever i was playing before anyway that's my uh that's my Corsair rundown. Rant and rave. Rant and rave. <laughs> I also I disagree with everybody or most people. I think this outfit looks badass. I actually like the outfit a lot. Yeah, because you're not wearing the hat. The hat is makes zero sense. Although the hat does fit really well with the previous outfit. Like really, really well. If you like the whole pirate theme. Yeah, the hat the hat matches the other outfit, the the pre-awakened oh, outfit yeah. a lot. Um, so there's some people that are rocking that, but yeah, I I I like the uh, I think it looks cool. The dress thing actually looks pretty cool. A lot of people don't like it. I think it looks pretty badass. Saying she's yeah, bad. I mean the outfit itself is like fine. It's just the combination of the hat and the outfit is like what? <laughs> yeah, someone's asking me why. You're saying she's bad in PvE, then why are they nerfing Shift RMB? I mean, you don't really... Shift RMB is so bad in PvE anyway. Like, it's like filler damage at the very end of your combo. But it's like, of all of the skills, it's like the the least hard-hitting one of all of them. So you don't... It doesn't really affect PvE that they're nerfing that. Uh, I only... Yeah, I can show the, the weapons close-up. I don't have a Black Star Awakening, only pre-awakening, but... Dude, by the way, the the Serenica from 
this costume looks really cool. Look at this sword, the pre-awakened sword. I think this pre-awakened sword skin looks really freaking badass. It's like, uh, uh, I don't know, it's like waves across the whole like blade. It looks really cool. That's I especially cool. like the the Aragon boots. That's my favorite part of this outfit. Yeah, I forgot <laughs> to put my boots back on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so Fucking yeah, here's, goblin feet. Here's the Black Star one. I'm getting Rizzler's acting like a ninja right now. I don't know why. Uh, yeah, this is what Black Star looks like on the main hand. The Black Star looks pretty cool. I, I I don't actually like how it looks on the Awakening, honestly. But on the main hand, it looks really cool. Um. Oh yeah, I have my Beg's gloves too. I forgot this outfit has gloves too. I'm not used to that, dude. I they're I guess they're gonna start doing that with a lot of the things have all the different parts. I also right. think the sword looks pretty cool. I wish it was a little bit longer, personally, but I think it looks pretty cool. It is interesting when she's doing her little aim animation that she's putting her hand on the blade, but, you know, is what it is. Yeah, so when she fires and it recoils, she just cuts up her hand <laughs> every time. slices <laughs> her own hand off. So, Rez, the cannon guy, this dude, as long as you're my target, he's going to constantly try to stun you. Every time that cannon dude shoots at you, He's going to stun you. It is interesting. They take a while to turn. So like the one thing I was saying that's kind of cool is like he repositions or re aim. Look, he just shot backwards, but then he'll turn like delay. Like he'll turn later on. He just it, yeah, he's going to turn again. He can only do like a quarter turn, I guess. I don't know, but um, yeah, so he'll, he'll just like constantly shoot, which I think in the context of a node war, if you're kiting back and shooting people, like there's just this constant stun that could happen. I actually think it's really strong. Maybe, maybe it is just me, but. Um, anyway, overall, I like the class. It's super fun. I've had a lot of fun on it, even though it sucks in PVE. It actually is fun to grind on. So hopefully it becomes good. Um, I think it's a little bit more sweaty of a grind than uh, pre-awakening, but both kits are pretty fun to grind on. They're just really bad at grinding. So I highly recommend sticking to your Awakened Lawn, your Awakened Sage, your Awakened Nova, Awakened Sork, Awakened Striker, Suck Striker, basically any class except for this one. So uh, for PvE. Um, all right, should we move on? Yeah, sure. do we want to add in the thing Nayashi wrote? Uh, right here before we get to global lives. Uh, yeah, you want to? We could talk about that. Yeah, yeah. just. I feel like it'll be pretty so. brief. Fresh. Yeah. Yeah, fairly brief. Yeah. You want to lead us in, Rez? Ah, oh, I can. Wait, okay. I gotta find the 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 link. Let me find the. Does anyone have the link? I don't have the link. Are you are you reading the follow up email or the? Uh, I was just gonna go through the the email that post that people posted on Reddit. All the emails. Together. Oh, all of them. Uh, okay. They put like, they put out an apology at the end of the day yesterday for those. I don't know if you guys saw. Why? That. 
Well, because everyone got freaked out because when they saw like the little summary of what they when they put that little summary, everyone thought like, oh, so that's what they're changing. What? But we wanted this, 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 and this too. Like, what did they leave out all of our stuff? And they're like, what? Oh. No. We, there's just like a summary of some stuff. Otherwise, literally it's just at the paste. very top of this is Armin saying that like it. Literally, the last thing he says is, "Regardless, I wouldn't stress too much. This really doesn't mean much." Tbh. Yeah. That's literally the first picture in like this like Imgur gallery. Here, I'll post it in. Uh... Well, here here oh, was their here was their apology letter. Person. So for context, they sent out a like the. Uh, what do they call this adventures round table like thing to all the different classes that kind of had just like somewhere in there had a brief summary of like some of the things that everyone was like saying they wanted looked at and yeah. um so a lot of people started emailing sending feedback complaining that that's not everything that we sent where's all the other stuff are you just leaving all that out blah 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 so they sent out this email at the end of the day saying greetings adventures yesterday we sent out an email regarding an update for the adventure roundtable that contained a brief keyword summary this resulted in several adventures bringing up concerns that only these keywords would be what was covered by the adventures roundtable we created the adventures roundtable as a way to receive more detailed feedback from our adventures and improve black desert as a whole as such we want to reassure uh, reassure you that the entirety of your feedback and suggestions are being thoroughly considered and reviewed by the team at Pearl Abyss. We completely understand how our keyword summaries may have misled you into believing uh, that was what was only being reviewed, and we truly apologize for that fact. Simply put, we dropped the ball in our communication. We'll ensure that all future communication is more explicit and clear to avoid potentially con causing confusion. During the ART discussion, we will delve much deeper into the feedback together with you to ensure the discussion will be as fruitful as possible for both parties, and we hope to announce more details soon. So, yeah. And then, uh, let me see. Okay, you shared the yeah, Reddit so post. I, and this is like a I compilation like of post. all of them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. This is like all of them. So at the very top, you have TF posting in Discord. He says, this was a keyword summary. We were told to keep it as short as possible, basically meant so that prior to reading a player's feedback, dev team would read the keyword statements to understand what they were going to be told to save time. The more things the ART reps agreed on, the more was included in the summary. Uh, it says, if guard, and I think there was a mistype there, is that short, my guess? Oh, if guardian is that short, my guess is everyone made pretty broad statements, so it was hard to print, pinpoint keywords to put in the summary. Regardless, I wouldn't stress too much. This really doesn't mean much TBH. And then, so here's all the emails. So you can see the first one is Tamer. So the, the whole email says, greeting adventurer, first and foremost, we'd like to thank you for submitting your valuable feedback to us through the survey. Yada, 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 a bunch of corporate speak. Then inside the little box, sorry, in the purple text is uh, for Tamer, because this is for Tamer, Look into protected combos, reduce stamina when riding Halang, buff large-scale battle viability, nurse her 1v1s, look into one-dimension succession change, and buff passives. And then after that is some more corporate speak where they basically talk about how the character reboot is affecting the ART, the uh, roundtable, and they just, you know, yada, 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 more corporate speak. But what's really important is what's in the box. What's in the box is the summary that Armin talked about of like what was widely agreed upon by the people in the ART of what needed to be changed, essentially. Mm -hmm. So for Tamer, that is that stuff in that box. Uh, Frosty, you're the Tamer representative here. Thoughts? Am I? 
I mean, the Tamer one is like one of the most reasonable ones of all of them. Yeah. The Tamer one is like, I mean, to me, reduced stamina when riding hailing is not that important, but I know some people want it. Like Kerr talked about it um, the other day. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, there, theirs is like probably make the most sense of all of them. Um, yeah. You scroll down, see, the next one is Shy. Two. Oh, wait, never is, mind. Okay. Uh, There's different images. Shy is improved buff and debuff cooldown, improved talent skills. Uh, none of us here are shy or have ever played shy, so we can't talk much on that. Uh, I know a lot of shy just want like a full rework, so I don't know. Uh, hash is improve hourglass of defiance, sand warp, uh, sand tornado, and air dissolves animations are too long and have unnecessary parts. Frosty, you're the hash representative here. Um. I agree. I, I could see the Hourglass of Defiance, Sand Warp. I don't understand Sand Tornado. That one I get cooldowns too long and it's kind of jank. And Air Assault's animations are fine. All right. So for the most <laughs> part, this is fine. I don't know why. I don't know why they want Air Assault buffed. It's so crazy. It's still so freaking good. I, I cannot. I don't know what what is going on over there. It's crazy. There's, there's some, uh, some silliness. Some silly, a lot of silliness. We'll get to the silliness, trust me. Uh, Lawn is buff awakening PvE, improved large-scale PvP capabilities, change passives, animation cancels on succession and awakening, buff succession PvP, improved accu awakening accuracy rate, change stamina consumption. Um, uh, none of us are Lawn, so general consensus here. Hold on, there's Thoughts? still a lot of people saying I'm disappointed in the shy. She needs much more than that. There, There's... This isn't, again, we, I just read that letter. This isn't all that they're getting. They just yeah, did a brief summary. There's a million other things. They're yeah. looking at all of the feedback. This yep. is just like a brief summary of what people sent them. That's it. Or yep. in, for all of these classes. Like there's a million, like people sent like pages of stuff. So this is, yeah. they weren't just going to copy paste pages of stuff. That's kind of like the whole point. Like I've I seen um, what uh, <laughs> one of the, the, the EU Mewa champion sent in she sent in like pages and pages of stuff so yeah yep uh thoughts on lawn uh buff awakening pve improved large scale pvp change passives animation cancels buff succession pvp improve accuracy rate and awakening and change stamina consumption yeah this one I mean, uh, there, there's actually makes some some sense, honestly. The only one that I don't like is the chain stamina consumption at the bottom. That class yeah. already moves around a ton. I think I would agree with that. I, I also am like wary of improved large scale PvP capabilities because it's already yeah. the best class at killing rebuilds. It's very, very so... good in large scale too. So I don't know, but you got to throw out the, you got to throw everything in and hope you get something, you know. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Warrior, look into passive numbers, AP slash accuracy, add a floating combo. Warrior combos are too long. Improve awakening, PvE, remove the kick animation of charging thrust. Yes, please, God. Uh, improve warrior in large scale PvP. See, theirs is fairly reasonable. Yeah, theirs is fairly reasonable. I I don't know what they mean by warrior combos are too long. Like, it's just like they don't it, want to style on kids fucking hands or Sphero style. They're or probably like in ref that's probably in reference. It's put in here poorly, but that's probably in reference to large scale. Because like while warrior maybe. combos are long and really cool in one v one, but in large scale, it's just not viable and, to yeah, do that, right? It's on, yeah, you can't do it. Yeah, I could see that. 
Um, Valkyrie, buff Awakening Valkyrie in PvE, change movement distance for shield chase, improve E buff, 3 minute buff, revert Heaven's Echo nerf. I, I love when people say revert nerfs in this. Uh, Valk does not have a unique passive, improve passive, rework underused skills, improve the fact that compared to before, she cannot last as long in the front lines of large scale battle. Um, anything? I mean, I, I have, I'd have to do some tests. I, I'm like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to sympathize or feel their pain of the Heaven's Echo nerf. Cause like, I still, their accuracy isn't that bad still. I think they just don't want to use an accuracy accessory, but I need to do more testing. I don't want to fully accuse them of that. There are a lot of classes that are like that though. Where they're like, I shouldn't have to use an accurate accessory like everybody else if I want to kill people with evasion. Um, <laughs> and I don't know, May Valk might be a case like that. But Heaven's Echo, I can understand why it bothers them. I honestly think maybe they should do something like split it in the middle. Like just give them a smaller accuracy buff that lasts the whole 60 seconds. That's not 15% or maybe even 12%. Like make it like 7 or 7.5 or mm. something. I don't know. Um, but everything else, like I, I, I totally understand. And when they say yeah. improve passive, I hope they mean for succession they remove the resist and make the passive do something yeah. else. <laughs> uh, Mystic, uh, improve succession stamina consumption, improve Black Spirit's rage, add forward guard to twisted collision. Frosty? I'm sorry, if I'm a, if I'm a Mystic main right now, I'm so tilted that we're wasting any breath on improved Black Spirit's rage. I, I Why? I understand the succession one is lame, but no one, there's like two classes that use succession or use Black Spirit Rage. Like you want your whole kit to be good. Who cares about the rage abilities? Like 95% of players on all classes just absorb the rage anyway, but everything else on here I think is uh, understandable. The whole other two things on here. <laughs> all this other stuff, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Nova, improve her bomb skills, improve the damage of pre-awakening skills, increase the speed for switching between pre-awakening and awakening. I think those are fairly valid, um, provided the awakening is, you know, still looked at and carefully, yeah. very, very carefully. Yeah, yeah I'd agree. Uh, Archer, back attack options, rework passive, e.g. critical rate, critical damage, uh, give an option to counter resistance, increase damage, rework unused skills. I like that it's just increased damage. Just more damage. <laughs> yeah, if I'm an Archer, I'm a, a little bit... I They're all going to just say the back attack. I get that. Um, the increased damage, I almost feel like they need... Maybe, I don't know if they just don't know or it wasn't included in the summary. Um but more than their damage being increased, they need accuracy. Like they actually don't have, ac like that class is so starved for accuracy. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Rework unused skills, I get that. Yeah, change the critical rate. That could, that could be <laughs> said for all the classes, I think. Multi says I like how they want their passive to be worse. Because <laughs> they want to change it from <laughs> crit rate to crit damage. I guess if like they always have 100% crit rate, but I don't know if they do. I'd have to look through their skills. Yeah, back attack options give an option to counter resistances. Like These things, I think, are pretty widely agreed upon with archers, as well as like rework unused skills could be agreed upon with like every class, I think. The witch one's kind of uh, funny. 
Uh oh, just wait till we get to Wizard. Did you see Wizards? No, I haven't read Wizards. Oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. Don't don't spoil because it's amazing. Uh which add survivability slash improve multiple magic arrows. Which is uh interesting. Interesting I suggestion. You, I think I can't remember now because it's been a while since we talked about it, but <clears throat> I think you and I agree on this, but I think that Suck Witch and Awaken Wiz Witch should have split TP. Yes. 100%. I think that they would feel so hyped to get that. Mm -hmm. uh, um, I, I, I think that would go a long way towards improving their 1v1. It would go a long way to improving, like... I, I honestly feel like it would not make that much of a difference for bad players, but it would help repositioning for good players. It would go a long way, I think. Yeah. And improve MMA. I'm not, I'm not too sure... Is, yeah, is that just about... referring to succession or dude i oh. have no idea what that is in reference to MMA. i got nothing everything meant mouse movement no multiple magic arrows oh yeah Which, they, like, they didn't I, type like... mma they typed multiple magic arrows oh, on suck okay. on suck whiz when i was playing suck whiz like it felt fine like mma's damage i don't know if it's different on which um i don't know weird Someone said I um, lost Melissa. all credit when I said Awaken Lawn is lar good large scale. Okay. Musa, I mean, add invincibility. Really well, yeah. So. Maybe you start no Add invincibility, rework skills that are underused, add a way to deal with grab classes, improve how movement speed reduction debuff stack, apply passives, not only to melee, but to everything accuracy too low. Add invin... <laughs> I like add invincibility. Yeah, right. Obviously, they um, mean add iframe by that, which, like, yeah. Yeah. So apply pass not only melee, but to everything. Accuracy too low. I mean, I, I kind of understand this. There's makes sense. I mean, I would least. agree with most of this. Yeah. It, it, like, in small doses. They apparently want to like, still go evasion. That's why they're making that a, a passive thing. Yeah. I don't right. know why mooses are so hung up on being evasion, but they want to go evasion. So they want the melee, the evasion to be all evasion not melee yeah i can understand most of that though uh striker improve echo spirits damage mechanism improve slash rework skills that are not used frequently yeah that one's pretty simple i get that yeah uh kuno improve ninjutsu parentheses ruin system buff pve buff evasion current evasion doesn't match the class concept improve large-scale pvp capabilities i like it all except for the buff evasion thing why I don't understand why. Why buff evasion on Kuno? Why? It's just so weird. And also the thing they added to it, the current evasion doesn't match the class concept. In what way? What does that even mean? Just make her good in large scale and buff her PVE. I would love a rework of the rune system just to make it more interesting, but even if they left it the same, as long as she's good in large scale and good in PVE, who cares? The evasion mm -hmm. thing I just I'll never understand. Buff her evasion, that's so random. Alright, uh, Ninja, remove air smash, buff accuracy rate, buff or change certain skills, buff succession PvE, change heart aiming spacebar input key, change passive, change invincibility check. Uh, change invincibility check. I, I also am not sure what that means. I'm trying to figure it out. The remove air smash, I almost feel like, maybe not all, but I like 90% of classes want that. Air smash, like, a lot of the times messes up your combo or moves people too far away. 
Air Smash feels really bad. Um, buff accuracy rate. I'm trying to think. Like, they do need accuracy. I don't know if it should be buffed, though. Buff succession PvE, 100% agree. Change hard aiming key input from spacebar, totally agree. I don't know why I changed the pass. Hey, I wonder what the passive means. Like, they see, may Ninja's more... They're thinking more outside the box. Like, Kunos are asking for more evasion. Ninjas are like, fuck that evasion passive. Gives us something cool. Mm. I'm with him, dude. Uh, Maywa, here we go, Nashi. Improve stamina recovery. Does not have invincibility. Improve how movement speed reduction debuffs stack. Yeah. Yeah, those are definitely good key points. But like, like was already mentioned... The the hope is that uh, that isn't all they focus on, but yeah, those are definitely some key things for sure. So oh, someone's yeah. saying, <clears throat> someone's saying they aren't going to add iframes since they're ripping them from Sage. Well, we Wait, we saw the, the ranger, evidence? we saw the ranger demo, and there is definitely a new iframe in there. Yeah, like the it was the backward leap iframe into super armor. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the, the one makes sense for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I almost feel like uh, the, the, I don't, I don't know what else was sent here, but I feel like maybe I'm crazy, but the suck kit needs more depth a little yes, bit for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's just lacking in a number of areas. Um, it's, it's damage trading is decent when you're protected. But the problem is it has a lot of unprotected aspects of it. And it's it's more of just like just, you know, little little pokes here and there and backing off for a while. So it's not like effective chip damage, you know? Yeah. The only time it's effective is if you're like outgearing your opponent completely and can just like really, really, really pressure them. Najil saying remove red blade, please. What are your thoughts on that? Red blade needs to be improved. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, all right, Dark Knight. Too many skills that do not protect the character at the front slash back. Too weak to use close range skills. I wonder what that means. I I wonder if that's referring to more towards succession. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. I feel like Dark Knight is fine. Um, Suck Zerker. suffers though, because the thing is with Suck, like this second sentence, too weak to use close range, like Suck is basically entirely melee, but it doesn't right. really have stuff to like stay upright in, especially in large scale specifically. Like if you jump into a ball, I don't know what you're doing, dude. Yeah. You're just getting blown up. Uh, Zerker, improve predatory hunt, weakling tackle, tackling rock, falling rock, apply the invincibility of giant leap to its entire animations. So I, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah do that. Dude, I hope, like, if they ever did that, I really hope they remove the damage in the CC from it. If it's just going to be CC from what? Giant leap. It's only a CC if you take the core version, though. Yeah, but why would you have a AOE float iframe? I mean, again, we've had this conversation before. Yeah. Like, there are other classes that have iframes into CCs, like Archer has one. Okay. It 
shouldn't be iframe while you're on the ground, but the second you're into the air, it well, this be needs iframe. to say that. This has to say that, or maybe well, it's just not translated. I have a feeling that that's what they mean, because otherwise you'd be able to just sit there and hold the iframe, which is obviously very silly and should not be allowed. I believe what I this is meaning by entire animation that. is the entire animation while you're in the air, just like it says in the skill description, which is a fucking lie. Well, I was talking to Kamoris, and he said he would be happy to remove the CC and the damage to make the whole thing iframe. In the value I mean, pack. yeah, that would be fine. Like, I just think that would be silly, because again, you can hold backwards giant leap. Right. So, would that just be the iframe as long as you have stamina? <laughs> like, that's really silly. Yeah, dude, like Tamer uh, Tree Climb. Yeah, I don't know. It's just very like that would be fine, but I I think it would be better to just have it be as it is, SA while you're on the ground, and then like it says it's supposed to be, iframe while you are in the air. From the second your feet leave the ground to the second you land should be iframe, just like it says in the goddamn skill description. Agreed. Uh, improve predatory hunt. Like yes, please remove hit stutter. I think every single class hates the shit out of hit stutter. It's awful, and that's why Predatory Hunt is dog. What is Weakling then, Hunt? Weakling Hunt, Tackling Rock, and Falling Rock are the same thing as improved skills that are not used. It's just it's shit that you lock and you never touch because it's garbage in every way and has no use whatsoever. Yeah. So that's basically them saying, make these skills that we, we don't touch like actually do something, just like every other class is. Right. So, yeah. All right, Ranger. Agree with all that. Ranger, reduce the cooldown for skills, improve core skills, improve long-range attacks. I think these are referring to awakening. All awakening. three of these. Yeah. But yeah, their cooldowns don't. Their cooldowns well, don't make sense. Not core skills. Or yeah, sorry, core skills. Yeah, awakening. Yeah. Yeah. The cooldowns, like on uh, regeneration and nature's tremble, don't make sense for the power of the skill. Like it's like they're like too long for what the skills do. Um, mm -hmm. improving long-range attacks. I mean, I get like. Awaken. I don't know. I almost feel like I don't know. I'm not really too sure what to do with that. Maybe it's just in my head, but I feel like Awakening Ranger, like the bow, is more like supplemental and not supposed to be just massive damage from range. And they should just improve the Awakening kit for like large scale stuff. But I don't yeah. know. Maybe they they maybe I don't know. I'm not too sure what that means. Uh, Sork. Knockdown resistance interferes too much with sorcerer's combos compared to other classes. Change passive skills. Change sorcerer's passive from defensive related to offensive, uh, parentheses, accuracy, or critical damage increase. I mean, theirs is actually fairly reasonable. Yeah. Although there are a lot of classes thing. that suffer from the knockdown resist. Yeah, yeah. I think that's just resistances as a whole need yeah. to be looked at and reworked. Yeah. Uh, Guardian, improve grab, control key, priority. <laughs> uh, their grab is fine. Am I crazy? Is Guardian's grab not good enough? Yeah, I don't know. Guardian's I... grab is pretty good. Oh my god. What, I don't know Dude. what control key priority is, though. Maybe that's like a key Dude, they need thing. to improve Guardian's grab from a, a six-second cooldown to a five-second cooldown, obviously. They need a buff. All right, it's seven-second. You're going to upset Hammer Time. I know, I'm doing that on purpose. <laughs> uh, moving on. Uh, wizard, okay, here we go, boys. Here's the best one. Here's the here's the top kek, dude. Wizard, return super armor to Voltaic Pulse. Add CC skills for combo. Yeah. Oh my, my, my response to that originally was, oh yeah, no shit they'd put that. 
That they want that, is they want that Voltaic back so bad. Amazing. I think PA should just dangle it in front of him. I think that'd be hilarious. Okay, hold on. I have to address some stuff. We're saying it's slow and unprotected if it doesn't work compared to a lot of classes that have either fully protected or instant cast grabs. All right. So first of all, you have two options on guarding. You can either use the one that isn't slow, that's pretty fast, or you can use the slow one that is fully protected on the attempt and unprotected on the fail. And that unprotected portion on the fail is really not that long of an animation. You can get out of it yeah, pretty quick. You, you can go straight into your movement afterwards. Yeah, it's like... Dude, there has to be something punishable on that class. Like, I, I don't understand why it's like, well, it should be fully protected and fast. Like, what? No, it, it's like you you have the choice to do like either one, not to mention the Awakened one actually has range. Like, there has to be risk to grabs. I, I don't understand. Like, uh, I don't know. People, people are just, they're looking at examples like Sage or Hashishin's grab or warrior which at least hashishin's grab kind of has an opening yeah hashishin's grab is punishable and if they miss yeah. it like dude you see that snake go up people yeah. punish that shit all the time and none of it is protected so if you're in like large scale you just get cc'd if even if you land the grab someone else can yeah. cc you I, I i don't know what everyone's deal is on thinking that a grab should be super fast and protected it, it's just insane the the skill is innate innately overpowered it literally just ignores all protections minus iframe which it's that, crazy because you have like a half you have like half the community that's like dude grabs are too op and then you have the other half that's like i need my grab to be better i don't, I don't <laughs> understand yeah. i i just it's i, I, I hate grabs as a concept in this game i i, I don't mind grabs i just think like they have to be with them as a concept i just think they have to be punishable yeah no i agree like i talked about this in the discord the other day but like it it's not necessarily the grab itself like that is a huge part of it but it's also like what you have around the grab so you have something like like guardian that's just able to just stay protected 24 7 like hardly any gaps whatsoever in the entire kit like lingering iframes instant iframes perma sa healing off of every damage hit and then on top of that they have like two grabs like you mentioned one of them is like really quick and unprotected one of them is slow and protected it's like low cooldowns like pretty low cooldown on the awakening one i think if i remember correctly it's like what is it like um, i want to say which one are you like, talking about the awakening grab is like For what 12 which class? 13 guardian no they're both seven i thought the awakening one was longer no the awakening the one awakening is one. fucking seven seconds dude well there you go they're both low cooldowns like it's the grab is strong but it's also what's around the grab that's just like fucking wild as hell honestly is what makes a huge difference honestly i don't know that's crazy it's crazy man it's fucking crazy people are crazy Anyway, yeah, Super Armor on Voltaic also, is funny. I, I like that someone in chat's like, dude, Wizard shouldn't even have Voltaic. Why does it have Voltaic? Yeah, yeah no, I agree with that. Uh, Give it Bolide. Also, dude. yeah, you were incorrect, by the way. The Guardian uh, pre-awakening grab is six seconds, so. Is the pre-awakening one six? <laughs> I'm going to keep saying it. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't even look because Video Codex is wanting to just own me right now. It, it, dude, I, I feel like every website related to BDO is down 50% of the time. 
feels bad. So anyway, yeah, these are the um, these are what a a brief summary of what a majority of the roundtable players sent in as what they believe needed to change on these classes. Um, I think most of it's fine. In all honesty, almost all of it is understandable. I think most of it's fine. And then some of them are hilariously outlandish, like Guardian improving Guardian's grab or returning super armor to Voltaic Pulse on Suckwiz. Those are pretty fucking golden. But I think most of these are pretty reasonable in all honesty. The, those specific items, they should not be considered at all. It broke my yeah. heart. Yeah. Kuno's are asking for evasion. We're actually wait. There's so many things that could be improved on Kuno, and we're wasting our time making the developers read that we want evasion. It actually makes me so sad. Yeah, that'd probably be another category, I guess. Like, kind of sad that, like, why is this even being mentioned? Like, Kuno evasion or Mystic BSR. Yeah, I don't know. But I think most of it's pretty reasonable. So, all right, we ready to uh, move on to Global Labs? We are, dude. We are. We are, we are, we are. All right, let's start let's start with the balance stuff first. Balance stuff first. Um so let's start with Nova and then we'll go to Sage. So Nova Nova is like the a lot of controversy here. So the Sage one is mostly Sages versus the field. But the Nova one is <laughs> like Sage be everyone. Half the people are like, This is a good start, let's see what happens, and then the other half's like, This is not enough, this sucks. This makes no difference. So Nova uh, had two changes. Um, one to fuse gravity, whereas when, when they use Star's Breath, which is the two little orbs, when they absorb them now, they only gain 5% um, of their Star's Breath per orb. So 10% every time, every 10 seconds when they throw that out. Um, they still also gain 10% from their new skill, which I always forget the name of. And again, BDO Codex is down, so I can't, I can't double check the name of it. But... Um, so it's going to slow down how often they get Excel. I don't think by that much, but it'll be a little bit. It could make a difference. And sometimes they don't absorb their orbs because there's other stuff going on. So uh, it'll slow down a little bit. Um, and then the second thing is the resource consumption of Twisted Orbit and Excel Twisted Orbit uh, have been changed as follows. So before it consumed 30 mana when using skill, now it consumes 100 stamina when using the skill. Now, the... Okay, so <laughs> someone went and confirmed for me that Guardian Pre-Waking Grab is also seven seconds. Reslar's a nah, troll. No, that's six. Reslar's a troll. So, um, yeah, anyway. Like so that one second difference is so that, that one second difference. <laughs> uh, so Twisted Orbit uses 100 stamina. Twisted Orbit is the skill that they use after every one of their dashes. You, you dash and press LMB. It's super armor every three seconds, unprotected when it's off cooldown, but it moves you pretty far. And all it did before is lock your stamina. Now it actually costs stamina. So for me personally, I like this approach. And as long as they're still like, you know, looking at it, it says, you know, they literally say that they're going to, um, that Awakening Nova's are going to test it and give feedback and whatever, yada, yada. So they're still going to be looking at Nova after these changes, but this is a starter change. And one of the main issues with Nova is that it can move around the battlefield freely. Uh, basically, nobody can keep up with it, especially if it's in Excel. But even when it's not in Excel, people underestimate in like Node War and large scale, like how easy it is to get around the battlefield when your 50% of your movement doesn't cost stamina. Yep. 
like to go from one thing to another like let's say i mean people are and people know like if you're in node wars and you go from like hey we're gonna attack the flag to here comes the ball get off the flag let's go hit their base or hey you need to move over here and go do cannons like to be able to do that freely and not really have to worry about stamina as much is uh is pretty big i don't know I, I think it will make a difference i'm not saying it's end all be all and nova will be balanced but i think it's a good start and it, it makes a bigger difference than a lot of people think um like if you watch some of the nova clips like when they do their excel engage they do use like a pretty big chunk of their stamina but it's like you don't need that much to run away after the fact because lmb doesn't cost anything and and now it does so I don't know. The stamina change, I think, is pretty big. And then I, I do see a lot of people also like, well, non-Excel Nova didn't need this. Like, non-Excel Nova is really weak. It's like, no, it's not. Non-Excel Nova is not really weak. I, I don't know why people think that, but it's not. It's still really strong, even when it's not in Excel. But you're in Excel 30 seconds of every minute, so it's like, I don't know. This is weird. This is my... uh my stance on it but i think it's a good start instead of like just completely over nerfing uh i know it's still gonna do a ton of damage and it may still be a problem we'll see how it goes down but uh Rezar, your thoughts on on these changes for nova uh yeah i think it's a good change uh the novas in my guild are saying that it's like already kind of annoying to manage your stamina and this will just make it a little more annoying but that it it won't like kill the class or anything so seems fine honestly yeah yeah i mean that is the thing too it's like some people actually just want i mean they really do and it, it is kind of sad but some people really just want to see the class just destroyed entirely which I, I don't know i'm not a fan of that approach so i kind of like this um change for nova it's personally. a pretty fair fair adjustment i mean ask me was what it's like when you get a little bit of stamina cost added to your skills Oh, it's <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> you, you uh, feel like you feel like walking is like having asthma. You know, it's just awful. Yeah. Um. All right. So now to the big one. So Nova, I actually do think that Nova in large scale is arguably more oppressive just because it can delete whole groups so quickly. Um. Mm -hmm. But Sage is the one that really annoys everybody because it's also insane in large scale and in 1v1 and at every grind spot you have to run into them because they're also good at grinding. So like you're like constantly fighting Sages and you have that feeling of like that same feeling you get when you're fighting a Sork where you feel like you're fighting it forever until eventually you get CC'd and then die. But on Sage, you feel like you're fighting it forever while it's just killing you while you can't touch it. So um, here are the Sage changes. So um awakening the critical strike chance of lightning prison um to condemn has been changed to apply only in pve uh the bolt skill the character no longer disappears and the invincible effect has been changed to be super armor the bug in which the attack uh was applied where the attack height of lightning prison and flow interrogate skill was higher than the height of the effect has been corrected so this is supposedly supposed to fix it going over walls and barricades and stuff we'll see i guess when it actually comes out and then um and then a couple like uh bug fixes so their main iframe is now super armor a hundred percent of the time uh they removed the hundred percent crit on lightning prison now 
Sage does have a lot of crit. Like I think I was talking about this with Bloom. I think they still get like they still have like seventy percent crit if they use add-ons and stuff. So it's like really only like a thirty percent reduction in the crit rate. And then um, yeah, now long no longer goes over wall. So Res, you want to start us out? How do you feel about these changes? Uh, I think they're pretty good. I there's a lot of people who are saying that they don't think that these changes are gonna go far enough. I I think. We don't know until we get them, but I, I think this is going to probably do a lot of damage to how strong the class is. I mean, it's not only just the iframe, but also like the invisibility too. Because right now when you bolt, when that you go into that iframe, it turns you invisible, which makes it really hard to track a sage, which is part of why I think they're so good at getting lost in a large scale like battle, why they can dash around inside of balls and shit is because they can just kind of get lost in the chaos, you know? Um, so, I don't know. We'll have to see. I don't think this is going to kill the class. Like, I still think it's going to be strong, but it's definitely not going to be able to just, like, swerk around inside a ball or anything now, which is good. I think this is a good change overall. The damage nerf is, like, fine. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I know a lot of sages wish they would have just like tackled some accuracy or something. There's a lot of sages that are upset, but I don't know. I think it's they um, do have a lot of built-in accuracy. They have a and lot. It would tone down their power. I uh real quick, Nash, before I get to your take, I do want to mention the whole like bolt disappear thing that you mentioned, Rezar, that they're hard to track. I actually maybe I'm alone in this opinion. I actually don't think bolt is the reason why they're hard to track because bolt does have like the little lightning effects and you kind of can see they lean a direction before the bolt happens. I actually think that this is a misinformed change making bolt not make you invisible. I think what makes them hard to track is forward F and shift E because of how far they go. And it's like in a yeah. split second, they go from one place to another with no like real animation, like dictating where it goes. So people mm -hmm. are like, you just lose track of it really quickly in the midst of a fight. Whereas like Bolt, if they were just using Bolt, you kind of see them traveling around. Whereas like it's forward F and shift E where you're like, wait, what the fuck? Where do they go? And, and sometimes shift Q is like super glitchy as well with where they go. Like I actually think Bolt itself isn't what was making it hard to track. I think forward F, shift E, and a little bit of the glitchiness of shift Q is why they were kind of hard to track personally. Um, so I, I kind of wish they would just revert this change and maybe make forward F or shifty a little bit easier to see where the, the sage is going. Yeah. And I like definitely for sure that the shift E and the shift uh, or forward F, sorry, is like a huge part of it as well. But I don't know. I, how would you change those two without like actually changing the functionality of the skill to make it like easier to track? I don't know. I I, don't I, know. I think that this is probably a fine change in terms of like helping to keep track of where they're going and whatnot for your average player. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, this will make it. It's just I don't. Eh. All right, would it have been that bad if they're still invisible during the cooldown version? Wait, say that again, sorry? If they were still invisible during the cooldown version. Like when they're off when they're oh, on so cooldown, it they're visible, but when they're off cooldown, they disappear. I mean 
yeah, I mean, that would probably be fine. I don't know. I, I, I personally, I don't mind it, honestly. I know a lot of people are up in arms about it, but I think the bolt change is honestly, is it's honestly fine. It's going to require you to change your play style. You're not going to be able to just as easily go inside of like balls and just like dance around people anymore. But now it's going to be more playing like on the edges sort of thing. I don't know. I, I haven't really played Sage enough to be like, oh yeah, this is definitely what they should have done, but playing it a little bit, I feel like this is probably fine. Yeah. Now, Ashley, your thoughts on these changes? I I like that they made them visible, honestly. It just they they're they kind of get in the same treatment as you know, that's fair, I guess. Their their movement's pretty insane. Um and then all the damage pressure on top of that. Yeah, I so was I, I I was thinking originally, I was like, man, like not having an iframe in Awakening, like that's going to feel how Novas feel sometimes, you know? And then I thought about it more and I was like talking to other sages and it's like, eh, you still have Shift E, you still have Shift Q, and you still have Rift Chain. So it's not yeah. quite what Nova is going through at all no, so they so. still have some options and you can still use bolt to keep your distance and poke from far like if the class was pure melee then it'd be like dude this is gonna be hard but because it's not it's like it hits you from far away with everything i think it's i think it's fine i, I do think the animation needs to change though it looks bad it looks really bad yeah it looks bad 100 percent. It, like, it looks awful unfair bad like it looks really bad like i think it's like like that would actually ruin the class for me with how bad that animation looks. I I hope that they are getting feedback on that and change it. Cuz it's it looks like that's what the character was doing while they were invisible and now you see it. And it's yeah. like it's like pulling the curtain down like like someone's like singing in their car or in their shower or something and it's just awful. That's what this looks like. Like, oh, this god of lightning that's teleporting and lightning, and it's like, and then you pull the curtain down, and you're like, wait. Skipping to grandma's house? Yeah, you're actually embarrassing <laughs> under there. <laughs> it looks so bad, dude. Yeah, they should they should definitely make that more aesthetically pleasing. But it is a it is good that it's there in general. And just, I, I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe I'm spiteful because of how my movement is. Yeah. All right, so I want to say, so I want to, I want to white knight for a second here, if you don't mind. You know, I need a. I was kind of harsh on Corsair because I think they did a good job with the design, but it's really bad in PVE, and that annoys me. And um, I, I need a, I need to do the opposite right now. I need to white knight a little bit. I saw a lot of people complaining <laughs> that it takes way too long to make these changes. Um. I actually think this time around, this is relatively fast. So Nova took a while, but I think that it took a while for people to realize how strong Nova was. It, you really started hearing rumblings of it in the last like three to five weeks. And then Sage, you kind of knew pretty quickly, but remember Sage came out on March 26th and the Awakening came out five weeks later and the awakening didn't become op until two weeks after that when it got the bolt change and then 
two weeks after that, or three weeks after that, I forget the timeline exactly, they nerfed um, Sage a little bit by changing like where RMB when it's on cooldown doesn't overcharge Bolt, and they gave Bolt a little bit more of an animation. So over the course of three months, which is how long Awakening has been out, let's see, April, May, June, July, August, so three, three to four months, maybe four months, they've nerfed it twice and pretty significantly, especially this one. This one's like the big, big one. So I, I don't think that this was that slow. And yeah, Jim, we have been dealing with it, but I'm saying it hasn't been like a problem that has been like, most people have not been complaining about Nova until like the last like six weeks or so. Like a few people have, and other, some people noticed it, but now it's like more and more no people are playing Nova and people are realizing how strong it was. So it, it kind of took a while. And I, I think part of that is because so many people were playing Sage and well, Suck Sage before it got nerfed. So I actually don't think that these changes were that slow to come out personally. Am, am I crazy on that? Well, I mean, considering, yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I mean, when you have it, when you had to compare it to like Suck Wizard for an entire year, I mean, <laughs> nothing is slower than that. Right. And I just don't think like, I don't think Sage was affecting the outcome of like wars as much until recently. Like now it's like, okay, everyone knows Lightning Prison works over walls, all, all of the shit. And you saw like that video from Choice come out like a week ago. And dude, like there, I mean, there's obviously like a, a small group of the population that like, kind of is up to date on everything but like the large like the majority of people don't notice some of this stuff until it's like been going on for a while so i think for how long it happened it actually came out would i have liked it a little bit faster sure but i still think it was pretty I mean, quick it's all yeah I, I i was not on board with the whole sages busted a shit thing until maybe like a month ago i mean i i knew it was like strong i was like yeah awakened sage is like pretty damn strong but then it wasn't until like a month ago that I was like, wait, Sage's busted shit? And then I actually started paying attention to it. And I was like, oh shit, wait, yeah, that, that class is kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah, maybe like Nubat's saying, maybe the reason people it took a while for people to recognize Nova is because the fact that it didn't have an iframe early on and it felt really bad when it first launched before core skills and the couple tweaks it got. So it kind of took a while, and people hated the pre-awakening. So it took a while for people to be like, wait, this is kind of nuts. And for people to like start actually playing it in mass. Mm -hmm. um, but now they are. And I don't know, like it, Nova might still be too strong. I, I actually wanna, I'm curious from, well, before we get into that, I wanna talk about the succession change too, cause this is, this one's completely out of left field and I, I don't, they don't talk about it in their blue text and I don't know why, but they just randomly nerfed the PVE crit on form shift on succession sage. And I have no fucking clue why I wish there was some blue text. Maybe there's something we don't know, but like suck sage is very good in PVE, but it's not the best in PVE. It's like top, it's probably top five, maybe top seven, arguably, depending on the spot that you're at. But like, it's not, I don't even think it, I think it's slightly worse than Awakening. So I, this change doesn't make any sense to me. It literally was 50% crit in PVE only. And now 
it, they just took that off just completely randomly a, P, a random ass pve nerf just thrown in this global lab does anyone know why it'd be like that i mean if you absolutely had to nerf pve i don't know why lawn wouldn't be up here first it's so random i i don't know it's kind of it's kind of weird and it also worries me a little bit because i'm sitting here like hoping that they buff any of the classes that i play pve because they're so bad now i'm like wait what if they what if they start going the opposite way and just nerf everyone down to kuno level that's gonna be sad i never got to experience it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know it that is a little weird um i don't know Yeah. So, all right. Um, who do you guys think after these, let's say these nerfs come in exactly as they're listed here. Do you guys think, what, what classes do you think move up to the, the meta? Like the top three. Right now, the top three classes in wars as far as like strength and I, I don't know if everyone even agrees here. T1s, I know res are a little bit different. But in like T2, T3, T4, and, and large scale, it's like Sage, Nova, and Zerker. And then with Wizard, Wizard's just like generally all around great. So it's like you can interchange any four of those. But this potentially lowers Sage um, significantly. And I don't know about Nova. Nova might still stay up there. But do you think like any other classes kind of bubble to the top? I I would have to wait and see how these actually impact those classes, you know. Mm -hmm. so I, I I can't at this point in time. I don't believe so, but yeah. I mean, I don't know who like. I mean, maybe like the number five class goes up because. I think Sage is still going to be powerful, but is it going to be like top five when it's basically Musa with a grab to use your words? Well, uh, I mean, I'm I being know. facetious when I say that it still has insane range compared to Musa, right? Like, no, like, for sure. Like I yeah. said, it's going to be very strong, but is it going to be top five strong when like Nova's, I think still going to be insane. Like you, uh, Zerker's still exists, Witch and wizard. Like, I don't know. Is it going to be top five still? Um, I don't know. I mean, I think it still has potential to be. The, the thing is that's not changing is the, like, how much they move around. And basically their damage. Like, Lightning Prison is changing a little bit in damage, but Upsurge isn't, and uh, Entangle, or in Lightning Bolt isn't, and RMB isn't, and F isn't, and Ford F isn't. Like, all the other damage is not really changing. So it's like, it still moves super quickly, and does a lot of damage and has a ton of accuracy. It just isn't iframe while it's moving as much. I say as much because people do still use Shift E and Shift Q and Rift Chain, but you know what I mean. So I don't know. I don't know if it falls that far, honestly. At least not for good players that are willing to play it. There's, it's going to fall because you're going to see a lot fewer of them because there's a lot of people. Yeah. Like, no offense sure. to them. Though, there's a lot of people that are like really. Player of the month. They are. They're, they're really. 
they yeah. just they don't want to learn anything that's like kind of hard or figure it out at all so like i've already seen some people like roll to nova immediately after this change like they already retagged or rolled their weapons to a nova but why that's like so i don't know that's how it's it just is. so preemptive yeah, I mean, like, I think there's already a bunch of uh, Sage weapons on the market at, like, min price, I think. Um, it's pretty funny. But, yeah, there's definitely going to be a lot less of them. So even if the class does remain strong, you're definitely going to feel like it's not nearly as powerful as it was before because there'll just be less of them running around. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see. Yeah, I think, I don't know. Uh, we'll see. All right, bio break. Rosler, take over. Taking over. Okay, in the middle of RBF. All right, what do we have next? Uh, okay, yeah, Spirit of Battle. So, the Frosty will probably Frosty will want to comment on. Yeah, and he'll probably pull it up. Um, whenever he gets back, but basically the. They've decided to add an indicator. I think it's the indicator that changed this week, right? I think they nerfed... Well, yeah, they, they gave you, like, a visual representation yes. of it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, I think they're nerfing it. I think they actually are nerfing it a little bit. I think it was, like, the amount that you lose for killing people is, like, going up from 1% to 2%, if I remember correctly. But anyway, so they added an indicator where you can see whenever you're at 100% uh, Spirit of Battle, it kind of looks similar to whenever you're at 100% BSR. And then whenever you use the Spirit of Battle, like, defensive ability, it, like, gets, like, really big. Yeah. Um, And really visible and really obvious. So... I mean, um, that's all well and good. It, it's just... The the yeah. more impactful change, in my opinion, is uh, it needs to be nerfed. the other aspect. Like, Which... let's just get that out of the way. It needs to be nerfed. Uh, there's no. There's I mean, no they nothing... they did nerf it. Um, they made it so that it requires. Uh, or you know, if you kill someone, it takes two percent away instead of one. So that that in and of itself is good, but yeah, it's not a. Not enough, in my no. opinion. It's still extremely strong. I'm sure Frosty will have his take on it. He probably agrees to some extent. What's up? Sorry, I'm back. Uh, uh, spirit of we're battle. talking about Spirit of Battle. Oh, okay. The change on it or just the Spirit of yeah. Battle in general? Yeah, the change. Well, I, I missed you guys talk, or I didn't get to talk with you guys about it last week, but I mostly agreed with everything you guys said about it. It's pretty annoying and dumb and happens too often. Um, For Wait. me... What? Mina's saying that the visual thing is only to allies. Um, is that true? I thought it was just in general. Well, it it says. Hold on, let me let me read it again. It it says that it's only to allies un un like when you have the hundred percent allies see it, but once it's used, then everyone sees it. That's how it says. Oh, okay. It says, like, when you pop it, when using it, the effect is exposed once the buff effect is of the skills applied. But when you have a 100% bar, kind of like with BSR when you have 100%, like, only your allies see it. But when it's popped, when the actual buff is popped, everyone is supposed to see this. Okay. That makes sense. So, um, I mean, that's a really good change. And I do like that when you kill an enemy, it decreases by 2%. So it's going to take a lot longer to get... 
But, um, I mean, still the cooldown is too long, and I, I still think it's going to be way too easy to get for, like, weaker guilds. And... Too short, you mean? Yeah, it's too, it's just too easy to get. And I also think the buff is just way too strong, man. I, I don't, I feel like everyone is complaining about this, and I hope it gets changed more. This is, like, an okay first step, I guess. And I, I also don't think that this, this is just my opinion, but I'm, based on, like, the timeline and the patterns that they seem to have with global releases when this is released is way too soon from when they started getting our feedback so i feel like this was mm -hmm. already planned and this is yeah. not based on naeu feedback yet that's yeah i probably I could definitely true. see that i could definitely see that um yeah so i don't know it, it's just the buff is crazy. For me, the thing that bothers me the most about it is the super armor because if when two guilds jump into each other, even if it's like a 30 man, and one guild 15 of their members are CC'd and the other guild zero of them are, it's just like the fight is unwinnable. It's like plus they're tankier, you know? So I don't know. It just seems kind of crazy. Um, Yeah, it's just weird. Ho hopefully they readjust it because I... I I have only seen negative feedback. Like, I don't, even guilds that are, like, this is completely designed for, like, guilds that are super weak. It's like, there's moments where they're like, yeah, it's fun, but then it's like, eventually we're not going to be against a stronger guild, and then we have to deal with the same bullshit the stronger guilds have to deal with. Mm. So it's like, I don't know, it's been basically only negative feedback that I've seen about this, so I don't know. Spirit of Battle. The thing that sucks too is I was actually pretty hyped about this rage meter as a handicap, but they just did such an intense version that it's yeah just insane to me. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's extremely strong. It's extremely strong, and it, it's sad too. Like uh, Pax was talking about this the other day. We had a uh, it was a two v two or a three v three or something like that. It was a pretty like big war. I think there were like seven or eight fourths. We were doing some sort of like mixed match trying to like balance the teams as much as possible um a guild is able to pop this we discovered in this in this thing because you can't engage it or win the fight a guild is able to pop this jump into your base so with with our this is on a i can't remember if it was tier two or tier three but they were able to pop this jump into our base push us out with all of our annexes up, the flame towers and everything, and just instantly take out 70% of our fort life completely uncontested. Yeah. Which is insane because the guild that did it is like, I mean, they were slightly weaker, but not like that much. You know, it wasn't like, I don't know. So it was just, it's, it's pretty nuts. And then to think like, well, if that guild was, if it was us versus digital, right? Where it's a little bit closer. Um, like, dude, digital's probably just killing our fort. If they save up the 100% and they jump in, like, I'm pretty sure we just lose. I think that's an automatic loss. I, I don't even know how we stop that from happening. It's like a, the one spirit of battle push into victory is, like, kind of crazy. Uh, so, yeah. That's what I, that's what I mentioned when they first introduced it. I'm like, this just promotes abuse for base trading you know like and even the even then like all i have to do is just 
purposely die in order to get the buff and then yeah that's it uh sticking to pvp they did add a uh, a minor change to rbf the mini map now in rbf is going to show allies as white dots on the map and enemies as red finally i think Good this change. is huge this is a great change um it, it even says your guildmates and um like guild and your team whatever are also going to be white so there's not going to be like some blue people on the map, some white, some red. It's just going to be either they're on your team and they're white or they're enemies and they're red, period. Yeah, which is a very good change. Thank God. Um. <laughs> Someone said, hey, Frosty, I was wondering if I could hire you as a spokesperson for, uh, for my new, I don't know, whatever that I'm developing since I noticed... That a value pack is all it took for PA to get you to promote and celebrate any hot garbage they do. <laughs> I, I was hoping I could buy you out as easily. Let me know, dude. If you can give me, if you can best a value pack and a camera blessing, I'm in, dude. I'll promote your game. <laughs> you got me. I'm all for it, dude. Even though I'm pretty, wasn't I just harsh on the battle thing? I mean, come yeah. On. Come on, man. Yeah, I, I think you're pretty harsh. This node war changes. This red battlefield change is nice. Yeah, it should have been in a long time ago, but it's nice. We have it now, all right? Uh, another quality life fix. The LV of weapons that were horrendously bad are now going to be buffs. <laughs> Thank fucking God. This is what you've been waiting for forever. And honestly, I totally agree with it. I might actually grind in Elvia now. If I don't have to sit there right-clicking my weapon for 25 seconds wondering why it hasn't swapped yet. And then a mob hits me and I have to start the process over. So. Uh, I was like, what is that? I think that's your phone vibrating. Uh, I was yeah. like, my, my wife's spam calling me. Hold on one second. Okay. Um, yeah. So, Rez, I don't know if you grind in Elvia spots, but your thoughts oh, yeah. on them changing this? Thank God. Um... The weapon wouldn't be so bad if it wasn't for the fact that it's, like, I don't know how to explain it. It's buggy is all shit, man. Like, seriously. Like, if it was as simple as, oh, I got a weapon, let me just equip it, and now I have an Elvia weapon. Like, fine. Whatever. Still annoying. Still, like, really anti-QOL. But whatever. But it's, like... Oh, I got a weapon. Okay, I got the weapon. Okay, now let me equip the weapon. Oh, I I have to stop moving. Okay. Okay, it's still saying I can't do that while performing an action, although I'm not doing it. Now I'm being hit by mobs again. Now it's not letting me equip the weapon because I'm being hit by mobs. Okay, let me run away from the mobs. Okay, okay, I have to put my weapons away to use the, the thing. Okay, fine, whatever. Okay, now I finally equipped the thing. And then you have to go through the whole goddamn thing again whenever it's time to swap back to your main hand. Like your actual weapon. It's like, okay, my weapon ran out. Now my weapons are just put away. I, I'm punching mobs now. Okay, let me equip the weapon. It's it's acting as if I still have this other thing equipped. Well, let me unequip the Elvia weapon that is actually unequipped, but it's saying it's not for some reason. Like, it's so fucking unbelievably buggy for some reason. It's awful. It also shows... <laughs> it also shows me... I, I don't know why it does this, but it shows that I have, like, three pen black stars when my weapon expires. All of a sudden, like, three weapons appear, even though I only have one. Yeah. This is very odd. 
Um, it's it's insanely buggy. It's insanely buggy. If it was just as simple as it's a weapon, you equip it, and then whenever it's done, you unequip it. I really wouldn't have much to complain about, in all honesty. But with how buggy it is, man, thank God they're changing it to a buff. All right, I'm back. Yeah. So I wonder because they mentioned before that um, they were having some like one of the reasons they held out on swapping it to a buff is because of they're afraid black stars are going to be too powerful. I wonder if this buff is going to be the same or it's going to be slightly weaker or what they're going to do to compensate that or if it just replaces your weapon damage entirely. I wonder if they figured that part out. Yeah, I don't know. I do also think, I mean, it it potentially is a slight nerf because you can't grab one and let it sit. Like, you know, sometimes you have to grab a weapon last second because you think someone might steal it. Right. Uh. Well, I don't know. So I guess. Like, I guess it's you have the same. a weapon, and then you get another weapon drop. I mean, yeah. I guess, no, I guess since it refreshes same, the cooldown, it's basically the same. Yeah, it's basically the same. Never mind. Um. I don't know. Uh. I wonder. I mean, it'll probably. I'm. My fear is that it's just a straight up buff, and people are going to be making even more money here. Because I can't stand how much money you make here, because it makes like every other spot feel not good. Um, but they only give us, you know, 11 Elvius servers, so it's impossible to find a rotation. Um, so, I don't know. Uh, yeah, they need to, uh, either open up more Elvius servers or not make this, like, I don't know, we'll see, like, dude, if I have a Black Star, if I'm killing even faster now because I just now have the Elvia buff plus my Black Star monster AP, like, mm-hmm. it's going to be kind of cracked, dude. I'm gonna they're probably going to nerf it, though. Almost certainly they're going to bring... It's not going to give you the same amount of damage as it did before. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, all the all the regions have, like, a smaller amount of Elvia servers for no reason. I, I don't... I still don't really understand why. I feel like at least half of the servers should be Elvia. But they're not, so. Uh, let's see, what else? Is there anything anything big? RBF, Spirit of Battle, LV buff? No, not really. I think that's it. I think that is it. Um, let me see what's on the, let me see what's on the schedule. The schedule. Yeah, let me see what's coming up here. Hold on. Um, what do we have at the end of this month? It's August, right? August 14th? Okay, so... Yeah. In, on August 12th... Is that the 12th? Oh, yeah. What happened to our mini card game and ladder? They missed a date. True. There they are. Here we go. Red flag. Date missed. August 12th was supposed to be the new mini card game was supposed to be added to uh, Global Labs. Where is that? Where is that, PA? Oh yeah, everything got removed back because the class changes. So I wonder if this means none of the we're not getting any of this stuff. Cause they had like they had um the mini card game, the two new RBF. Yeah, because everything got moved back for the class changes. That's true. They did announce that. But I wish they would have said specifically. Does that mean like we're not none of this stuff is probably coming this month then? Oh well. They kept their dates all the way up until the this 
the card game though. Their first four, they actually hit them. I was I was kind of impressed. Kind of impressed. Yeah. Give us our card game. Uh, I was well, actually kind of looking forward to the card game. Yeah, Gwent, right? Yeah, Gwent. But I don't know. Yeah, yeah, true. They they announced that they're putting all of the content on hold to speed up the class reworks. I'm still counting these all as date missed. Sorry. <laughs> they're still getting dinged. Fair. Fair. Um, they announced the delay for everything except for Adoraxian Part 2, the 10v10 Arena, and the card game. Well, if they announced the card game was in that, then yeah. Then they're late. If they announced the card game was still coming, then yeah. They fucked up. They fucked up, man. Um, like that. That's not good. That's not good. Bad news, dude. Bad, bad news. Uh, yeah, I don't no know. No bueno, missing dates. No bueno, missing Hold dates. Hold them accountable. PA, man. You guys, you guys said the dates, not us. We're just Yo. holding you to your own dates. Come on, it man. May seem, it may seem like not a big part of the game itself, but don't fucking announce that shit. Yeah. If you're not ready. And if you're gonna, if you are going to delay stuff, like, oh, hey, we're delaying the card game and blank and blank and blank, like, then give us new dates. Be like, hey, we're moving up. This stuff that was scheduled for October is coming in August, and this stuff in August is moving back to these dates. That way we know. You know? Yeah. That way we know. Oh, we got another fatty host from Mermaid on tap. Thank you so much. Um, all right, is there anything else in the podcast you guys want to talk about? Any other uh I don't think so. issues? I think we're good. Nayashi, you wanna I don't know if you guys talked about it last week, but Nayashi, you are seriously you're Taking a break from the game for sure, but you're considering quitting entirely. Do you want to talk about why? Or are, uh, you, gonna, or are you doing a video? I'm not, I'm not doing a video. You're not doing a video. All right, we'll count this as your video then. You want to talk about why you're going to be taking a break from the game? I mean, I, I'm just, I'm not very, like, so I got to give PA credit for their attempts at, like, improving the game and basically like doing things to help um with the uh you know the the, the systems that are outdated and you know, like no war changes all those things are really starting to like play a major role in the game improving um so credit to them for that the problem is for me personally i've been playing this game for so long and you know i've i've kind of been like dealing with it and biting the bullet you know trying to build up my gear, seeing if gear is going to make a difference in how the game is played and whatnot. And I'm still really totally low. I'm 661 in comparison to most of the average uh, basically, large scale. Basically siege. fresh off the seasons, I'd say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Basically, you know, I'm barely above trial characters. You know, it is what it is. But what I'm seeing, though, is, in, you know, from personal experience and also getting information from many other players it just doesn't really get better um and it's not just my class specifically there's just so much fucking damage and it doesn't matter what you play honestly some classes obviously have it easier because they have a lot of like abilities to avoid chip damage and stuff like that but the 
I just feel like I'm grinding gear for no reason. Um, and uh, it's like a just becoming a second job at this point, you know, like I'm just trying to focus on hitting a bill a day or bill and a half a day and trying to make sure that I can get caught up to some level and be competitive. Just not really seeing the results. Um, and uh, from hearing from players that actually are at those, you know, you know, upper tier gear thresholds, they're saying the results aren't there either. So it, how they're implementing these classes really leads me to lose hope in how the combat is moving forward. Like the game in and of itself is improving. They're doing a lot of things to help improve the game. Um, a lot of the systems they're looking at, which is good. Now they're focusing on the class balance or class reboot. Um, I don't want to say balance because we don't know what the hell that's going to entail yet. But uh, I just don't. I don't see what they can do to really improve the game for me personally. I went from playing where catches were far more important. You know, gear obviously played a role, but catches and then comboing was far more important initially. To now, it's like I get hit for 70% of my HP and all my block from a succession Corsair whale skill from a 305 AP Corsair. Lorenz specifically. Yeah, Lorenz specifically. This is just he, one tidbit example. Um, he just said in he, chat, I'm back on Corsair ready to gatekeep Maywas from BDO. <laughs> no, it's not him specifically. It's just, that's just indicative of their path moving forward on how they want this game and it's just i don't i don't agree with it personally like the pvp i enjoyed is personally just for me it's long gone it's been gone for a long time i've been you know basically trying to work through the problem by seeing if gear would help make up for it it doesn't seem like it's going to be the case and it's turning into this basically you either do a shitload of chip damage um or you grab. And that's not the kind of PvP I'm interested in. I don't want to grab on my class. But how I see when they implement the last four classes, all have range grabs. Um, Corsair, admittedly, probably the, the range grab is going to be felt relatively useless, at least in its current state. But with how they've been doing things, I'm pretty much anticipating skill connections improving that you know, to some level. Um, if not, hopefully whatever. Hopefully we get bolt cancel. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's like, uh, I don't know. The, the way I see them developing the game when it comes to, like, class balance or class design, I just, I don't, they're boxing themselves into a corner. It's either shitloads of damage with chip damage or a grab or a combination of the two. And it just, it's just, yeah not not fun to me personally it, it's and when i consider when i'm fighting someone that's on the west coast and i'm on the east coast ping plays a major role in how my hitbox is viewed by the servers so it's like even trying to outplay grabs is very risky it's it's more risky for me um and it's just just usually doesn't pan out too well i can't really chip damage certain classes very well at all because they just they are able to dodge and weave in between too easily. Um, going for CCs on some of these classes is just honestly ridiculous. It's way too much effort than it needs to be. Um, you know, and that's 
a lot of these complaints are obviously focused around my class, but it's like the game never used to be this way. And yeah, games change. You have to adapt with it. I'm just not the type of player that re-rolls. I, I don't I don't want to change my class. And I don't think I have I should have to change my class in order to enjoy the game. So when people tell me just roll to, you know, Nova or another class, it's like why? What why would I want to do that? My enjoyment and you know my the time I put into was my my class. Why should I have to re-roll in order to enjoy the game? That's I don't know. It's just bad design. Bad design when it comes to classes. Um like I said, I do praise them on a lot of the things they're doing for the game, you know, moving forward. They're trying to listen to players. They're trying to um, adjust the game to make things more enjoyable. Um, adding dungeons was a, something that we never thought would ever come to BDO. That was definitely a surprise, and they're actually following through on that, so that's good. Good on them. Um, some people may not view them as fun or whatever. Some people do. It's Whatever your take is, it's irrelevant. The fact that they're doing it is good. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just when it comes to the the way combat is right now. And you know, I was listening to um, Nerds and Words uh, yesterday. Um, I believe it was yesterday. Um, they were talking about this a little bit, very briefly. But and I've mentioned this before in some of my other discussions. But like a lot of it is they box themselves into a corner with this because if you tone down damage. Um, then you have another problem. The problem is too much healing. Your your auto pots are healing for shitloads. You have also skills that help you heal and whatnot. Then you can't kill anybody. Everyone becomes unkillable. So if you tone down damage, everyone's unkillable. If you tone down the healing, um, then people just blow up instantly anyways. So you got to do a combination of like toning down how the healing works as well as the damage in order to get it to like where how they were talking about it, where the time to kill is in a little bit better position. Right now, the time to kill for most classes is extremely short. Um, sometimes even people just standing up, so not even being caught in a combo. But, uh, you know, my class specifically, I can pop my e-buff and I'll blow someone up on a back attack really easily um, in literally two to three skills. So um, I know that to be true. So it's like... Yeah. It never used to be that way. And now that it is, it's just gear's not going to really change that. So So what game are you gonna play in the I mean you said you're you you are gonna like keep watch on like the, the reworks yeah, and gonna, stuff and see what ends I'm gonna up look, happening. I'm gonna see what happens with the reboot and whatnot. Honestly, I don't think the reboot's obviously gonna fix the main problems that I'm having that I just described with how the combat is. But I guess if something turns out to be fun, you know, with the the way they're changing the classes up, then maybe that might entice me to continue playing further. Um, so there's that. But yeah, right now I'm taking a little bit of a break because the uh, frustration with it is it's, uh, it's a lot. So, so what I'm are just you, playing what other you, classes or other games in the right meantime? Now. What are you playing? And what are you looking forward to playing? So, dorking around on League, um, 
gonna forever be gold probably but uh i could see you in around there i could see you in it's... challenger if you learn to play <laughs> nocturne yeah yeah i just gotta learn it you know <laughs> but um auto attack that's all you do hell yeah our auto attack but um league uh diablo 2 resurrect uh beta just started so i'm darking around on there looks really nice actually um and new world is uh something that i'm anticipating playing so that'll be exciting um i really like the combat the way they did the time to kill is really good so that was kind of like why i mentioned that that you know you can kill someone in one combo but more likely than not you're not going to um if they have like any sort of preparedness for pvp so it's it's pretty fun dynamic and the social aspects of it are pretty fun so which is something this video really lacks overall. You have to create your own social aspects, whereas that game is, you know, it's more, you know, in, intuitive with it. It's it definitely encourages the social elements to it. So, so some people are are talking about you in the in the podcast, and someone said, "No, Nayashi, don't don't leave the podcast." And then someone asked, "Is he gonna still be on the podcast?" And someone else, and Cinny said. Reslar hasn't played BDO for two years and he's still on the podcast. So, <laughs> uh, what's up with the podcast going forward? I mean, I have no intention of, you know, dropping from the podcast. So, that's not at all. Like I said, I'm still keeping my eye on things when it comes to BDO. I'll obviously jump in and do duels and whatnot, but grinding and what and doing all that kind of stuff to try to progress, I'm going to slow it down if do it at all for the next month or so. You're still gonna duel and stuff. You should. Uh, how are you gonna get the returning player rewards? That's true. Is yeah, there anything actually like really good in there? I haven't uh, looked at I don't it know like what, seriously. I don't know what the current one is. Probably you probably get like a seven day value pack. That's like nothing. <laughs> I mean, you might get a cocoa bird too, or a cuckoo bird. A cocoa bird. Cuckoo bird. <laughs> yeah. I can get mine to tier four. Holy shit! Emirates says you get cliff weapons. And oh, Cliff and weapons. Richter says you get better enhancement rates. That's true. Ooh, that well, is no, true. I, wait, wait, wait. I thought, you, I thought you get better enhancement rates when you're trying to quit and the game realizes that you're quitting. So no, it automatically gives it you a stops pen. doing that. It stopped doing that. It, it let you quit. So that way you miss the game and then you come back and like enhance and then it gives you something big right off the bat. But Fake had to literally put effort into blowing up his gear. Like he had to legitimately do some major effort to blow up no, his gear because he was he was RNG. he was up like sixty bill on profit. <laughs> that was that was just streamer RNG. Yeah, he was like he was a tough loss for the community. So they tried everything they could to bring keep him from leaving. You know. Yeah, they gave but, him a pen disco. They're like, come on. <laughs> yeah, but Pearl Abyss is looking at you quitting and like, yeah, so we're losing 25% of the Maywell population. So what? True, true. <laughs> no, I mean, like I, like I said, I, I love the game. I put years into it, um, probably five to six years at this point or something like that. I don't know. And I'm usually the type of player that once I like something, I stick to it. Um, I usually don't like to just jump ship and go to the next hot thing, um, per se, but here's new world coming out and I guess I'm kind of doing that. So, but, um, that's just because of, you know, how the game's been for me personally lately. So. All right. Well, Reslar, do you have any, uh, 
words for Nayashi? Any words uh, of wisdom for someone who hasn't played for two years? You'll be back. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. That's that's the thing about you never this really game, man. Nobody ever actually quits. That's why every time someone's like, man, fuck this game, I'm quitting this game, I'm going to blow up my shit, and I'm like, don't blow up your shit, just uninstall and go. And that way, when you inevitably come back in fucking one to three years, you'll still have all of your shit. It'll be yeah, perfectly I fine. Am, I am definitely not blowing up my stuff. That's and guess not... what? If you if you never come back, then it makes no difference. It makes literally yep. no... If you never come back, it makes no difference whatsoever that you did not blow up your gear. Yeah. I also don't recommend blowing up your gear. But nope, now she's not, mostly not full pen. He doesn't have much he could blow up. Yeah, it's just my accessories. Just all of his accessories. <laughs> I'm not. Although I'm that not, would be uh, a fun farewell stream. Yeah. I'm but sure I, I'd probably uh, blow every single one of them up and not hit a pen at all. <laughs> I, I wouldn't recommend it, though. Dude, Bloom hit his pen ogre the other day. Bro, Did he fucking, really? These Dude. fucking otters. This otter walks up right in front of me. He he spawns up rather right in front of me. It's the one with the fish, and he goes, "I'm here to bring paw in order." Oh paw god, in order. Oh my god. Yeah. So the other day, you know how he was grinding for his pot piece, and um, the Ron Rose piece took him a little while, like 30, 40 hours or something, and then he got the uh, the Blood Wolves piece, like literally thirty minutes after someone like showed him the rotation. He got the Blood Wolves piece. And then he's working on the Shuriken piece. First day, no luck. Second day, he goes, dude, if I get if I get the Shuriken piece on this loot scroll, I'm going to go for Penogre. And he got the piece, went for Penogre, and also got the Penogre. Which is actually insane. That's some carried shit. He's so freaking carried, dude. Oh, my God. Um. All right. Should we move on to the comments? Rez, have you inspected yep, the comments to make sure there's nothing uh I have not. Nefarious? Nope. Should I? I think so. I think I remember seeing a link or something in there. I just want to make sure we right, hold on. Let me let me let me let me check let me take a look. Hey, when they're just they're just wanting to get us on their uh, their ads, you know? Yeah. Shit. Let's see. I haven't clicked the link, but there's something in there. Or maybe it's just a... Mistype? Oh, yeah, there's something. There's two somethings. It's Wait, a it's a couple something? A couple somethings. What are I, they this time around? Anything interesting? This is something. No, I think we're good. I think it was just the one. Okay. Um. Okay, cool. Here we go. Do, 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 do. Make this nice and big for everyone. Um. All right, starting from, oh wait, let me sort this. Newest first. Starting from the oldest, Magnus Cream says first. Josh MRA says 1348 Sims DLC confirmed. You know what he's referring to? I am not no. sure. Sims DLC. Oh, in reference to the um the house, the oh, manor stuff. The we were we were stuff. talking about the manor stuff and they were saying that. Okay. Um Svarner Troon says camo was broken, but if somebody paid for it purely for that functionality, they should be able to get a refund. Imagine you bought it this week during the sale purely for that reason. 
I'd be pissed. So my my I didn't get to talk with you guys about this, but my stance on the on the the camo thing is basically they should just make a decision on the time frame. But something along the lines of if you bought a ghillie suit in the last 30 to 60 days, we'll refund you the pearls. And if for everybody else, if you want, you can melt it for crons. <laughs> and then it would be like, whatever, right? Then it's like, then at least you got something out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, suppose. That's what I, I think it should be if they really, um, I don't know how long they're going to take to release that change. But for me personally, I hope it's soon because that change should always have been in the game. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I get why people would be upset, but it's like, come on, like you're literally invisible in 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 mobs or in terrain. Yeah, like, come on, how do you how do you expect that to be considered fair? And here's and, the thing and if, that and if the me. idea is like, I don't want to play fair, well then, fuck you, and you deserve this. That's basically how I feel about it. Here's the thing that confuses me: it still does its job. Yeah, like that's. It's just because they want an unfair advantage. Is literally it. So that's why, you know, for those individuals that feel that way, fuck you. You deserve it. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Because it's not like now it doesn't hide your name, which is what it was oh. sold to do. <clears throat> to clarify, so if you get a refund, no, you absolutely do not keep the ghillie. If you're getting a refund, it's because you didn't want the ghillie. So the ghillie would be removed from your inventory and you would get a refund. Not, you don't get to keep the ghillie. No. See, th this is the problem is that there's a lot of, there are obviously people that are upset and they want a refund and I, I think that that's totally valid. And then there's some people that are just like, well, maybe I can keep the ghillie and get a refund, like just trying to get money, you know? Yeah. Or whatever, try to take advantage. It's just, and people, like some people that literally don't even care, but they're like, oh, well, I want, I mean, I want a refund on a ghillie I bought four years ago that I don't use anymore <laughs> on a different character, you know? So, I don't know. Um, IDSync says, thank you so much for two weeks in a row uploading on Monday. Hey, we on a streak, baby. Uh, Money to Make says, we should be able to have training dummies on our BDO mansions. Access storage, blacksmiths, stables, villa and church buffs, anything useful. Actually, that is a, that's a pretty good idea. I no, I agree. I think when mansions first were announced, I said I hope it's a place where you can just get all of your buffs at one place. If it was, then I would get one. And like, yeah, please, like, add some functionality to it. Like, it's fine if it's like a visual thing for the people who like housing stuff, but I feel like there should also be some functionality behind it for everyone else. Mm hmm. Um, Vesper BR says console has no cooldown on server swapping function. At least we have one thing better than PC. LOL. True. True. He also says a uh, simple solution for the cam uh, camouflage refunds is to give players a costume swap ticket where people can swap their camouflage for another life skill or swimming outfit. I mean, I feel like just <sighs> refunding the pearls does that already, right? I mean, I I just I okay. Let me let me read this because I'm curious. Hi, it says hide your character, family, and guild name. It still does all of that post change. It is legitimately still functioning as intended. It's not as if it is no longer going to do the thing that it says it does. I am very confused as to why they would refund anyone. Yeah, I'm just saying for the for it's the specifically people for the mad 
you know, give him like a 30 day and give everyone Kron. I wouldn't mind melting some of my Tamer costume for Kron's, you know what I mean? That's all I'm saying. It's whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I'm like, I don't really care that much, but some, uh, especially if you bought in the last 30 days, if you really want a refund, fine. Uh, it doesn't bother me that much, but I, I don't see how people could possibly expect a refund for a ghillie suit that they bought three years ago. Uh, Matthias War says, Nayashi is a strange man. I am. He is. Uh, Tristan Crow says, week two of waiting for Kerr to replace Reslar. It's really hurtful, Tristan. <laughs> um, Dude, same, actually. <laughs> very hurtful. Uh, the Musassin says, I don't know why you guys forget that there's the immortal potion that you can make and apply drafts and perfumes so that when you die, you don't lose them. If you've been grinding Tauros and getting those hearts' bloods, then you can make them yourself... Uh, also, they've been handing them down for free. All right. Assassin, have you ever actually made one of these? Do you know what it takes to make one of these? If it was just that you needed hearts and bloods, that would be fine. But that's not what you need. The The perfumes are... In, the immortality portion of the perfume is extremely difficult to make and tedious as hell and not that easy. And yes, they've handed them down. But if you look at how many you need, they've handed down, what, 10? So you can make one perfume. Or three drafts. Yeah, just from I've the just ones they've given them, out. I've just been using them on draughts, personally. Yeah. If that was like, those are really difficult to make. Like, just making the immortal perfumes is like very, very. <laughs> Papervation says LOM Assassin is definitely not a life skiller. Yeah, it's hard to make the immortal perfumes and drafts, honestly. You need three. I think you need three corrupted oil of immortality for a draft, right? And then six for a perfume. Um, uh yes so wait i know six for sure but i don't is it really three it might be yeah i was, I was I, trying I, to make them the other day or like a week ago and yeah I, I, I was like oh shit dude they keep giving us these oils like i can make like eight perfumes i was like wait nope i can make one i have eight oils <laughs> yeah i was thinking the same thing that's why i was looking into it i'm like oh this looks cool nope never mind matthias war comes back with some up uplifting words says i do want to add the podcast was fine you guys shouldn't talk yourself down so much what makes this podcast so great is the difference in character and chemistry between you guys Yes, Frosty talks a lot, which that sounds insulting, but wow. it wouldn't be the value pack without <laughs> you guys. Jesus, Frosty. Will you calm it down? I do sort of talk too much. I apologize. <laughs> Thank you for your support, my guy, as always. Uh, Infamous Z says, won't unknown adventure be too long? Maybe just saying unknown would be better. Unknown would be kind of cool. Yeah, I think that would be fine. Adventure is a little I, long. I agree with that. I agree with that. The irony is that now unknown adventure is going to make you easier to see than ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I you dig definitely it, keep it that way. You definitely can't hide from that one. Uh, Just Holdy says about camos. I really like the change. How to address the refund thing? They won't let us refund them. Let's be real. Anyone that has used camo over the years has gotten its value back with a surplus. They can just make it multiple for crons, just as usual outfits, maybe. Um, Jake Eisler says Nayashi LOL. What's that about? Because uh because of my uh zoning out. Uh okay. You're having a zoning out problem last week. Yeah. Florida man zones I've been up. good I've been good today, I think. Yeah, I don't think you've zoned out at all. 
I don't think Reslar had to remind you of the topic once. That's good. Uh, Minaria says, for the Siege Recovery Center change, I understood it in the way that even if you win and engage, due to respawn timers being very low in the beginning, you might still end up waiting to attack the fort because players can already respawn again. That is why they decrease the amount of seconds that recovers decrease the respawn timers. Since they lowered the respawn timers already only a few months ago, I feel like it is more likely than them decreasing it even more. I still hope that I'm wrong though, because heck no, longer respawn timers are boring and I don't want old siege where I went to make dinner in between respawn timers. I, I actually agree. I like that the respawn timers on siege are lower. Maybe they were a little bit too low and that's what the recovery change is for, but um, it doesn't seem like that huge of a deal, so. Yeah, it was like, dude, you start up siege, you die immediately and then you're waiting a full minute. It, it was so bad. I, I hated that before. Uh, Pink Master says, at least all those nice quality of life change act as a lubricant for the costume update. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. Uh, Sato says, while I do understand hating them buffing swipers, $30 per costume is pretty expensive in third world countries, which is why SEA costumes are pretty much impossible to get from the marketplace unless you goddamn capitalists or unlike you goddamn capitalists hot take i think this buff is still not enough incentive to get sea whales to swipe and they still need to bump the silver up a bit more a little more a little bit of context to someone who got 500 mil just for showing up in siege while yes we did agree to script it uh to stalemate but everyone at least on sea were still fighting each other just without trying to kill the forts you can now Think of Siege like an open-world RBF, and I can't say if it's positive or negative, because while it completely breaks all the sieging parts of Siege, it definitely is more fun than the old Siege. Also, I can't wait to see a gang of 500 DP Shies walk up with their Trina Axe and nuke forts uh, with the new Node War skill, Keck W. Um, yeah. Well, that is probably what's going to happen. I don't know about 500 DP Shies, but... Something. Dead Ghost says, please, 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 less Reslar, more of anyone else. That's also, that's a little insulting, Dead Ghost. Yeah, ouch. Arguably too far. Uh, Don Mexico says, insert something very, very nefarious. And that's that's it for our comments today. Insert something nefarious. Not a lot of comments. How many was that? 23. Yeah, it's not that bad. Not too bad. Not too bad. I guess not a lot to comment on. Last episode, I don't know if you noticed, Frosty. Did you see the the time on last episode? It was quick, man. I mean, two hours, dude. One hour forty eight. Turns out when it's not you white knighting everything, that shit goes by like a fucking breeze, bro. <laughs> yeah, white white knight white knighting explains. Like it, basically, you can add ten minutes to the podcast every time I say, "Hold on, guys, I can explain." Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Hold on, give me a minute, guys. I can explain. There's a perfectly <laughs> logical explanation for the cron buff. Just hold on a minute. Yeah, let's let's have a 30-minute debate over why increasing pay to win is actually good for players that don't pay to win. <laughs> exactly, dude. You, you try getting a cosmetic outfit without paying money, man. It's hard. <laughs> um, All right. So that's our podcast. Yeah, you want to close this out? yeah thank you everybody so much for watching hopefully you did enjoy uh make sure to check out our twitch streams twitch.tv slash so frosty slash nayashi underscore na and slash not reslar all in the description below 
uh, whether you're watching this on YouTube or listening to the MP3 version, it should be somewhere. Uh, shout out to the patrons. Appreciate you guys for supporting us. Shout out to the Twitch subscribers on all of our channels. Uh, I guess rest in peace, Nayashi the Maywa. He's now going to be Nayashi the New World player on uh, <laughs> yeah. our podcast. What are the class names? Is Nayashi they don't, the... There's, not there's, classes. there's no classes. Okay. There's just, just weapons. weapons. So just Nayashi the bowman or swordman? Yeah, Nayashi okay. the hammer <laughs> the hammer wielder, I guess. I don't know. Uh, yeah, right. I'm, I'm looking at a rapier and uh, was possibly the... You would setup. use a rapier, you disgusting You know, I, I accidentally made a Mewa New World originally because I was going rapier and then spear. Which oh, is literally Lord. just a Mewa, so yeah. I, I decided I need to change that up. So. Can you? All right, we'll see you all next week, I guess.